You are now listening to the smooth sounds of the Coach Greg Adams channel. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, we are back in here with the morning show. And I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning and got out the bed. I saw somebody trying to comb that nappy head. It was crazy in the building here. I woke up this morning. I said, what am I going to talk about this morning? I went out and walked my dog, fed the dog. And then I was like, what am I going to talk about? I jumped on YouTube and I said, "Uh oh, I said, sister, you've been on oh my mind my morning voice ain't even woke up yet <clears throat> if you're new to the show hit the subscribe button i sing a little bit better than that in the middle of the show sister you've been on oh my mind sister and i saw allegedly these are all alleged events here i saw on the fresh and fit show shout out fresh and fit uh i know those guys i've appeared on their show a few times and I saw Tommy Sotomayor was a guest on their show. And I saw that it went haywire. And I don't know Tommy Sotomayor, just, just to uh, let you guys know. Um, I don't know. I've never had an interaction with him or email or anything like that. Um, and never met him in person. But um, I saw that he got into some sort of situation with a sister live on the Fresh and Fit show. Um, if you if you want to know, I'm sure people try to look for the video. At the moment, they have it privated. They're going to do a little bit of edits. Uh, according to my research this morning, they're going to edit the show because apparently she was showing her ass yesterday for real. I mean, she literally, literally was showing her tail and her peace leave right there in the morning. I mean, right there, right there in the show. She didn't have no panties on. I bet you she ain't got no panties on under that dress. And she didn't have any. So they're going to have to censor out the cat or the peace leave, as we call it over here. They're going to have to censor that out. Because she was ready to give that cat to somebody. I mean, that's how women do it. When they show up to your crib and they ain't got no panties on, that means you're getting some. So um, so today we're going to review uh, the little bit of the clip that I had here. We're going to check out some little aftermath responses here. Um, we're going to we're going to basically we, we got to tell them fair use. All right. We got to invoke our fair use privileges related to this particular topic. And uh, interesting, we're going to break down what's going on here, and we're not going to waste any time. So I'm going to do the Super Chats. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about the contentious relationship between many black men and black women, all right? Um, you know me. Listen, I always tell you I have a preference. Everybody knows my preference. But I'm not the one to bash a particular race of women and then uplift another race of women, right? Um, I, I tell you the good and the bad, the bitter and the sweet in dealing with all women and all types of women, right? You got to – I tell them to understand them. If you have a good understanding of each woman and each type of culture and how they've been, you know, their upbringing, you'll be prepared for whatever. All right. So and particularly for black men who are dealing with interracial issues and dating in their community, it gets tough because you have the fatherless home. Right. And that's that's a subject that's been touched on so much. So we won't deal with it so much. But you also have a fatherless home in the matriarchal uh, upbringing and you have a structure where the woman is never wrong in those situations. So. You have a very contentious relationship between many black men and black women. And I've highlighted that as a as a reason why you should leave the community as fast as possible. If you're a young black male, all right, and you have your head on straight, you're not out here gang banging, you're not thugging, all right, you're not trying to get tattooed up, you're not, you're not Pookie or Ray Ray. You could be Tyrone and Dexter. I would encourage you to leave your community. Now, if you do want to date a woman of color, black woman, 
You can always do that. You can always come back in or find somebody in the middle class area or find one in the suburbs. But if you are selecting from the inner city group, it is it is a it is a busted mentality there that you're that if you have your head on straight, I would say it's I would say it's ill advised to pull from that type of group there. So we'll be fair. We'll also take it from the approach and look at Tommy's situation and try to ask, why is he fighting 20 year old girls? You know what I mean? That's you have to ask that, you know, or why is he interacting with these type of girls like that? And uh, he's in the position he's in, because then that that goes along with another scenario in which I tell men to protect your meat. All right. You got to protect your meat. You got to protect your seed. So I would have to question why that that's what he's doing. Right. Like, OK, like I don't get that. Like, I think we're a similar age. And I wouldn't be fighting 23-year-olds in the street. I don't know. I think she's about 23. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have that interaction with that type of person. I wouldn't. So um that, but that's just me. All right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you have a little bit more time or money in your hands, I don't know. I, I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put myself in that scenario. But I have been on the Fresh and Fit show. And let me just tell you, I've had a situation on Fresh and Fit show that could have gone, I could say it could have gone left. All right. If if we perhaps were in proximity, if I was in proximity with the guest, I just happen to have one or two people sitting in between me in which I think if that person, you know, the person, the, 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 these young girls are amped up when they get on the show. Right. They're they're amped up. They want some attention. They want some notoriety or whatever. And so sometimes they get out of hand. They get out of pocket. All right. Because of that. And they're young. They don't know how to handle these situations. And there's really no one there. There's no referee in the building. And so um, if, when you, when you talk about this scenario, it's late at night. Sometimes there's a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of spirits around and uh, these women are unhinged. They're not the best type of women to select from in terms of uh, being stable. And so um, if you're, if you're in the right moment and the proximity's there, I can see how easily that happens. All right. I can see how easily that happens. So I'm not hundred percent telling Tommy he's in the wrong, but what I'm saying is any guest can get in that situation. If you're pro you're, you're, the proximity's in the right position, right? Um, I was with a guest. I think, I think um, I've been on there two times or three times. Okay. I know there's four shows, but then they record one without guests, one with guests. Right. So I, there's four total shows that I've been on. But I believe one of the guests that could have got sideways was a black woman. All right. I'm just letting you know, it wasn't any of the white guests. It wasn't one of the Latina guests. It was one of the black women that 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 got out of pocket. OK, so there's something to be said there. There's something to be said there. I, it, it's weird the, the the dynamic between black men and black women. And I've said this. I've said this. If your first time listening to me. The weird dynamic is this. Black men and black women have never been partners, rarely in the history of our, our culture as we know it, all right, as we know it. Now, we don't really know our true lineage and culture here. I think we've been told things that aren't actually correct, and we've accepted them. But if you think about it, there's only been two time periods in which black, and, black men and women could probably say they've been together. And I would say the Harlem Renaissance age and then somewhere in the uh, Jim Crow 1950s. Other than that, black women's loyalty has probably rarely ever been to black women. And um, I've, always, I've, I've told you about the plantation stories. I've told you funny stories about the plantation. People have offered me literature to back up my story 
So I know people are going to say I'm shuffling, but even I think our relationships have been very contentious all throughout the, at least the past 200 years. And there's very rarely been a time where we've been had each other's back. We've always pitted. Somebody said disclaimer. We've always been pitted against each other. And I think it all stems from it all stems from um, over time, black men's inability to be the supporter, the loyal supporter and the protector. Right. It stems from that because black men haven't been able to have that position. And the authority has always gone to the matriarch. The matriarch has always been the big mama. Right. You know what I mean? It's been it's been a very contentious relationship. And these things always highlight it so we can bring up the conversation, whether you agree or disagree. Um, you know, uh, this isn't, of course, all black people and all of this stuff, but it's always been a very contentious relationship. And anyone who denies this, anyone who denies this, you really have to be considering you, you have you have to really consider why you're denying this again. I mean, I know you might have positive experience with them. You might have went to Howard. You might have went to FAMU or something like that. But you know what I'm talking about, right? All right. So anyway. Oh, I lost the super chat. God dang it. Uh, maybe I didn't. No, I didn't lose a super chat. So let's get into the super chats. Warhammer says, I don't fight with 304s. I take away my attention. I would advise all men to never try to get in any situation where you're fighting women. All right. You're never going to look out. No one's ever going. No one's ever going to make you look like the uh, person that came out smelling like roses. So I would try to avoid those situations and conflicts as much as possible. But there's a backstory to this story. It wasn't just a guest fighting another guest. There's a backstory, but I, I know what you're saying. All right, uh, let's see here. Action Mac Auto Repair says, here's my hood taxes advance on a great show. Thank you for the, the hood tax right there. Appreciate y'all getting your tax advance done. Where are we at? Synopsis Jones says, shout out to the coach gang. Coach went in on his son. You was his daddy. Oh, best dream ever. That was yesterday. The dude wanted to come in and come see his daddy broadcasting, and he wanted to tell me about how he didn't like his daddy. It's okay. Um, there's some work that needs to be done in the community, and for, for those who were, would like to take that undertaking, take on that undertaking, I believe that's a proper way to say it, more power to you. Let me know when you're done. All right. And I'll come back and check. All right. Other than that, I'm not helping. Is it Black Fro? I'm going to call you Black Fro, sis. It is the age of clout, but Fresh and Fit needs to be prepared for if ish gets real. Some white knight simp pulls up and in public and sets it off in hopes of defending 304's pride and ego. Uh, yeah, there needs to be security at this point. I would say content creators um, in this sphere. Need to probably travel with security at this point. You guys need to consider it. Security is not very expensive, um, especially if you're going on situations like this, because um, uh, you don't want to be handling your light work like this. You don't want to be handling this your light work. Also, um, I think we also need to be like if I if I went on Fresh and Fit, I think the last time I was on Fresh and Fit, I, I was very much conscious of who sat next to me. And so I think people need to really try to, you know, do that and say, hey, if I'm on the show, I want these people next to me. Or maybe perhaps I bring in a ringer on my side. I bring in a female or a female security agent. I bring in the ringer on my side just in case those situations happen and you can just back up. Right. You can back up and let your ringer deal with it. That's what I would do. And I actually 
I won't talk about that, but I would just say in future appearances, I would do that. And I would consider that I wouldn't just off the whim show up. All right. Uh, because, you know, these situations do happen now. And I think they have a lot of eyes on them. So uh, young women like uh, Black Fro said, young women want clout. These girls are trying to promote their OnlyFans pages and their Instagrams. And so anything to get attention, anything to look like a victim. We guys got to know how female nature works. We got to know how female nature works, right? Female nature works as such. Attention is their currency. Attention is their currency. And anytime they're 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 able to get attention, they're going to show up. I mean, most 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 young women are going to show up. I'll play a clip, and actually, there's something else I want to play related to this here. Uh, Callie West Miami says, "I can't wait to see Tommy bump XXs into the ropes." All right, he wants he wants to give the XXs the big boo. <laughs> uh, Joe K says, "Shout out to Coach. Keep calling out the Gumps and Mitches all 2022. Hit me with the." Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> yes, sir, man. I appreciate you, man. We we're dealing with you know we're we're de- we're turning our attentions to men at this particular point throughout the year. And pause. Sebastian says, when you call when you call that girl a 49er to her face on Fresh and Fit, that was legendary. Um, yeah, not a lot of guys, not a lot. You know, I think if that was a sister, she probably would have lost her mind, and I would have hated BWs. But um, I'm really even kill when it comes to. Um, how I'm dealing with uh, women in general. You know what I mean? I think, oh, man, it's it's a crazy thing here. But that was a funny moment. Impossible Black. Impossibly Black says when Tariq pulled up on Tommy, he sat down. I guess he only fights women. All right. Um, that was when um, you're talking about the Vlad TV situation there. I remember that. But um, um, to in the in defense of Tommy, in defense of Tommy, he had to stand up. I mean, when you see the clip, he had to stand up because anytime someone stands over you, your only defense naturally is you got to stand up because if you stay sitting down, you're going to get tore up. All right, you're going to get tore up. So we will give, again, Tommy the benefit of the doubt in this situation because the woman was standing over him holding a a heavy object. So you got to, he had to stand up. All right, I see what it is here. Technically, Wait, technologically chaos. The irony is that she brought that nonsensical question in last minute of the show, then in the beginning of the show to start the argument. Pretty much Tommy's contentious opinion didn't cause the fight. It did not. I mean, I think they had a problem there with Tommy's content, and then she she said, hey, last minute, I'm going to bring it up. However, we know there's a previous relationship, so it could be a lover's quarrel. A lover's quarrel, or it could be a situation. We we'll get into it. We'll touch it. We'll touch into it. Let me see two more. Speaking my mind says for the building fund, we're gonna buy a doorknob next week for the building. Old dog says Tommy needs a body bodybuilding Latina to protect him from the BW. All right, shout out to you for that one. He needs a Tommy should roll with a a female bodyguard. Okay, Tommy should have rolled. I. I would consider that next time if I'm in Miami, if I'm on Fresh and Fit, I would roll with a female bodyguard. All right, I would. If I'm going on a show with females like that, I would roll with a female bodyguard, like one that I brought, not one that is there on on a part of the show. Because I don't know if you guys know, um, when you're in that room, there's so many people in there, it's a small room. All right, it gets small in there with that many people. And you want your ringer next to you, okay? You want your ringer next to you close because 
uh, the if the person sitting next to you when they go off, it's going to be hard for that person to get over there and, and and do their job. All right, so I would bring a female ringer. Uh, two more: Ch- Simon Small. Uh, shout out to you, and then Dale Elmore says transgender energy. Oh man, that's another subject that's going to be tough to talk about, but we got to bring that up. All right, I got to do one cash app. Uh, shout out to who was on the cash app this morning. I know we'll get it to the show. All right, everybody's just rolling in. Do me a favor, hit the like button. XL Pro Services says he sent me five dollars for a protect yourself at all times, men. Protect your content creators. Protect yourself at all times. Somebody said, I'm going to bring in China. Yes, I'm going to bring in a China-type bodyguard rolling in in um, many places that I go. All right, many places that I go. Because I get, you guys would be be astonished how many times you would get recognized for being a YouTube content creator. It's crazy. So let's roll the film. Let's go into it. I said I wouldn't waste a bunch of time, but uh, let's go ahead and break down here. As you can see, what, what I described here. This is the woman in question. I don't know her name, so I apologize. Even if I knew her name, I would have forgotten it by now. Um, But is the name even important? As you can see here, sitting next to her, to her right, looks like a Latina woman. Uh, This is Chris, the uh, behind-the-scenes guy of Fresh and Fit, the audio and video coordinator, and uh, the super chat. He he does a lot of work here. This is the guest, Tommy Sotomayor. If you didn't know, he's been in the manosphere for way longer than most everybody here that you know of. All right. Um, And he's probably had 88 channels by this point. Uh, This is a white woman sitting here. And this is, I believe, I can't, I don't know who this is, but she's a, she's a guest that is there often. I recognize her. Uh, She's either white or Latina here, but right here, you have the chocolate sister right here and the chocolate brother out of all the people who are going to fight. It's these two. And this is what's sad about it. This is the sad part about it. Why are these two going to get into a fight? Well, this is common. We're, we're, we're commonly seeing this as normal. And, I, and I've spoken about this. I said, I said, it is very much common to have these type of bickering arguments in, in anywhere. We can be in Ruth's Chris. We could be in, it's Kiki, yeah, um, uh, we could be in Ruth Christ. We can be in a very nice establishment, and this will happen because there's a contentious, jealous relationship between black. I've often said black men and black women are like sisters, uh, like partners, and like uh, cousins more than they are lovers. The only difference is we have a sexual relationship with them, <laughs> but we treat each other like we partners. We treat each other like we're brothers and sisters, like Adrian Peterson recently got into a fight on the airplane with his wife who bore his two or three kids and he's fighting with her on an airplane. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Why is this allowed? Why is this type of contentious relationship allowed? So this is a still shot of what I'm talking about. As you can see, women are leaning away, white woman leaning away, Latina leaning away. And this woman's acting like, but when it happens, Nobody does anything because they can't. People get in their emotions. He's going to get in his emotions a bit. She's going to get in her emotions and so forth and so on. This is immature, juvenile, uh, junior high school playground behavior that we're going to witness. We're going to go ahead and roll the film. Um, again, they privated their video. Uh, am I sharing the screen? Where is it at? Hey, man, where's my female bodyguard? Where's Kaylee at? All right. Um, they privated the video, so somebody screen recorded it before. 
hand. He, he's got his bong and his prong collection up here. Shout out to whoever this is. Um, this is a screen cap of the same thing here. So you have a black sister here. Here's the guest. Here's the lineup. Um, and I'll give you the brag ground after we hear the clip here. Let's see. There's a minute of this. Oh, fair use, by the way. We have to invoke our fair use clause on all of the videos that we're going to show today. I'm going to try to turn it up. You can barely hear it. Okay, so I, you guys can't hear it because it's a screen recording, but she's saying this ninja, we don't say that word over here, this ninja is mad in something else. So here again, there's a disrespectful behavior of, of a woman calling the black man the N-word, which I don't understand that at all. I mean, we get mad when everybody calls us the N-word, but we call each other it. I don't get it. But now she's trying to say he's mad because he didn't get the peace leave. All right. And uh, according to the, the people who know, he didn't want to get her peace leave. But let's go ahead and continue. So she said, I didn't want to give him the peace leave. Um, so they have a they've had a previous relationship. She's on OnlyFans. Again, this is why I wouldn't be caught dead arguing with people like this, but it is what it is. Um, Tommy, for some reason, is reaching out to her on OnlyFans. They have a previous relationship on OnlyFans. And Tommy, as she's saying this, to me, it's there's some hint of truth to this because Tommy's over-talking her by slandering her, right? He's going, he's going, is your weave too tight? So instead of addressing what she's saying, he's, He's going over her and, and by basically trying to say it's her weave too tight. And her weave might be too tight by this point in the night. But let's go ahead and go ahead. So uh, here, here we go again. Now it's the battle of who's the loudest. The loudest person wins. Uh, typically, this is how it how arguments work in the black community. Nobody's seeing eye to eye. No one's trying to understand each other. This is why I don't debate. Uh, anyone in the black community, male or female, because it's not about understanding or hearing points. It's about who's going to be the loudest and the most obnoxious. And that person normally say they walk away as the winner. All right. And then it starts to be a uh, the dozens or bagging or cutting each other down. That's typically how uh, arguments work. And this is why I don't have those arguments. This is why I don't show up on panels, because it's not about making the best point. It's about now then let's cut each other down. So let's go ahead here. Here's the loudest person wants to be the winner, and they're trying to achieve that right now. So she's she's trying to she's trying to calm down. And what's gonna happen is this is the look she has on her face is the communitas I'm about to snap moment. All right. So anybody recognizes this? Um when when typically black women and I've always said men and women in the community need therapy to great levels. We've been put through a lot of things. We've been living through very much danger zones and war zones. We've been brought up in single parenthood as normal. Um, many of us grew up as latchkey kids. We all need therapy. We all really need some therapy. But the problem is who, who's the therapist, right? Who's going to therapize us? You know, some get out stuff. But what she's doing now is if you see a woman of color do this, she's praying to the Lord Almighty that she doesn't snap. All right, that's what she's doing now. 
Uh, and women of color are the only ones that will do this. Uh, white women will typically either cry. All right, she'll curl up in the ball or cry. Latino women will go in the kitchen and grab a knife. Black women will pray to uh, the Jezebel spirit, whoever, to prevent themselves from doing something they're going to regret. Okay, this is basically what she's doing. She's at heaven's gate. She's going, please don't let me snap out because that's my first instinct. Like I said, the Lat Ling Ling will grab some poison. Latina will grab a knife. Uh, white women will grab some tears and tissue. Okay, so <laughs> you messed up. Hey, if you see your sister looking like this, it's over. I would vacate the premises. It's time to moonwalk out of here. It's time to moonwalk out of here. She's trying to prevent from snapping. And so let's see if she achieves that. The PTSD is kicking in. Here we go. Okay, so now Chris comes in and you see there's the snap right there. She's praying, she's praying to God she don't snap. Chris comes in and touches her and instinctually, instinctively she flinches and she's ready to go to war right here. Watch, watch. You see that? You see that quick? She's ready to go to war. This is time to get away. The whole building should have cleared out. There should be a fire alarm anytime somebody's praying to the Jezebel spirit that uh, they don't snap. Yeah, they about to black out right now. They blacked out. Okay, so now <laughs> this is a great breakdown. Um, yeah, she's done now. So she prayed to the Jezebel spirits that she didn't snap. She snapped. This is why they be in church all the time. Um, she's snapping. Peace leave is all out. Um, and now she's picked up a weapon and stood over him. So now it's over. Whatever you've done now, black man, whatever you've done now, any race of man, even Chris is leaning away here. It's over. You need to get out of there. All right, vacate the premises. Do not fight this woman. This is no longer a, a human now. This person is now in the spirit. The Jezebel spirit has come inside of her now. She's done. And so what, what Tommy's doing is uh, instigating now. He called her the B word. You guys know how black women feel about the B word. It's over. You Now you've enraged her. She has a weapon. You called her the B word. It's over. Oh, I think now, oh, she really gone now. She's starting to. For some reason, Tommy <laughs> likes this. I don't know, man. This ain't me. He he likes to do this. Um, I typically don't deal with these people. Okay, I, I don't deal with these people at all. And so somebody just mentioned this is why Myron didn't confront Asian Doll. And we said Myron took one on the chin or he got chin checked. This is why. There's no winning. There's no winning here. This is about to be a loss for everybody. So, um, as you can see here, uh, right there, there was a punch. There was a punch being thrown. So um, I don't advocate women hitting men and men hitting women. I think equal white rights and equal lefts. But uh, when you hit now, now you're in your masculine energy. And as you can see, there's a hit right there. And so Tommy does have a right to press charges if he wants to press charges, but he shouldn't confront her at this point. Myron's standing. Hey, get out of the way, Myron. So there's at least two or three punches thrown, maybe four. And uh, Chris is holding her back, grabbing titties and ass and all kind of stuff. Um, hair weaves are coming out. Who else vacating? Uh, the Latina chick coming in. The black chick. Look at the white chick always going to run. Look at the white chick. She out. You know, when it comes to fighting, white women are not going to fight you, rarely ever. And if she does, she's probably mud sharking. She out. These women know that they don't, they ain't built for fighting. 
right? They are not built for fighting. Blonde, weak, blonde, blonde hair, gone. All right, the white girl that was over here, gone. All right, here we go. Whoever that Latina is trying to get in there, she pulled back Tommy, okay? And then Chris is holding back the sister and the weave. Myron's holding back Tommy. Oh, oh, uh oh. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Here, here, hold on. I'm going to skip that part. All right, so Peace Lee was out. Sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't know that was going to happen. Um, you see that? So she was uh, she was exposed for a minute there. I didn't mean to show that there, too. You see that? And so that was the end of that clip there. I, that, that's what I think needs to be censored there. Apologies being made there. So um, we see what happened there. That was the breakdown. That was the breakdown. So anyway, as you can see, this is what happened in the particular show. Um, and uh, I don't know why. I, I don't know why uh, Tommy was feeling like he wanted to confront her, but he felt victimized about it. He did report about it on his live stream. I'm not going to play his video. We play a little bit of his audio, but um, he felt victimized on that situation. Now, a little bit of background here, a little bit of background here. The background is that this wasn't just a normal confrontation. This wasn't that Tommy was saying something about women on Fresh and Fit. They had a previous relationship, allegedly, and this is all allegedly based on what I can pick up, in which I believe she was flown out with her friend who was not on the Fresh and Fit show, but a friend who probably both were OnlyFans people. So this is, again, now trying to control your pipe, guys, right? And so I think they were flown out on Tommy's behalf. They went to Tommy's place or met somewhere. And um, then as a result, Tommy, this is all alleged, Tommy had interactions with the light-skinned friend and not the dark-skinned friend. Because later on, after this fight, this woman saying things like, that's why your salami smells bad. She's saying something like that. She's like, that's why your salami smells bad. That's why your salami smells bad. Uh, there's a, something that she was saying in relation to that. So she was there. She allegedly was flown out, but Tommy declined to sleep with her. But he did sleep. This is all alleged, by the way. But did sleep with the friend who's light-skinned. So here you go. Now there's allegedly a colorism issue in which she feels bad that he didn't want to sleep in the dark. And he went with somebody of a lighter skin complexion. So she might have felt turned down by Tommy. But then this was her chance to um, kind of get that back. And though then she said he wanted to sleep with me and she didn't. So there's a lot of this stuff going on again. This highlights the contentious relationship many times between black men and black women because there's no authority. Black women do tend to see themselves as the authority. And then she's able to embarrass him because there's a sexual relation there, right? Somebody said, who is Tommy? Yeah, but there's a, because black men and black women are always going to make themselves available to sleep with each other, even though there's contentious relationships in a relationship situation, what's going to happen is that's her chance to embarrass him. Well, you did want to sleep with me. Well, of course, people are going to want to sleep with each other. That doesn't mean we're going to get along, okay? And so now, because Tommy did or didn't sleep with her, either way it goes, she sees it as an L. She's either in her feelings because he rejected her 
or he's trying, she's trying, he's she, she's trying to embarrass him because he did want to sleep with her. He loses either way. And this is typically why you, you see a contentious relationship between black men and black women. We want to sleep with each other. We have no problem doing that. We have no problem procreating with each other. But relationships? Oh, that's a big problem. No, no, no relationships. And because there's a desire to sleep with these people, but not a desire to actually like the person, we I call it hate boning here. I call it hate boning. Men participate in a lot of hate boning. We don't really like the woman, but we'll sleep with them. And because of that, she'll hold that over your head. She'll hold that over your head. Well, you wanted to sleep with me. Okay, okay, because you got a peace leave. Yeah, all <laughs> right. Other than that, you can't try to use that as a means to embarrass me because you're a woman. I want to want to sleep with you. But then if you don't want to sleep with them, then it's you're gay. You hate black women. You hate women, blah, blah, blah. You see what I mean? You can't win. You can't win when you're talking about this type of dynamic. You either hate them or you wanted to sleep with them, but you really don't like them. It's a horrible situation here. Mm. Now let's deal with this, and I'll do a super chat, and we'll get Fresh's background on this one. Let's deal with this. What in the world? <laughs> I would never be caught dead even having a communication with a woman like that. Let me just put up the picture one more time. And y'all know how I roll. Y'all know how I roll. All right. I'm not putting down any particular group of women. I would never caught dead. Be, I would never be caught dead associating with a woman like this. Not even on a seeking arrangement. <laughs> There's no way in hell I would even be seen in public. This is straggle down at Straggle Rock. If a woman emailed me and she looked like that, I would not even reply. I would delete the message. If I'm on sleeping arrangements, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and a woman like that messages me, I will literally delete the message on top, off rip, as they say. This is a street. This is a street woman. This is a street walker. In my, in my taste of women, I don't care that she's black. Let's just take the black off the table because everybody's going to be like, yeah, you don't like sisters. That's why. No, 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 no. I don't care what skin color she was. I don't care what skin color her meat suit was. If she walked in like that, I'm not talking about black. I'm just talking about people in general. I would run. Just her energy alone would let me know I don't want to deal with her. This does not have the, anything to do with race. Her whole energy is nothing that I want to be associated with. So um, even if I was flying her out, somebody says I would smash. You know, I wouldn't have flown her out for no reason, for zero purposes. So I don't have the issue that a lot of people have where they're like, but she thick, I'll still smash. I don't do a lot of hate. I don't do a lot of hate smashing, okay? So I used to, but I got rid of that somewhere around the age of 21. Somewhere around the age of 21, I got rid of hate smashing. I was like, you know what? I really don't like that I'm having interactions with people that I really don't like. You know what I mean? But that's just typically how I roll, and I typically have stayed away from trouble doing that. 
my so my Johnson is very important. I don't want to just put my Johnson in anyone. All right, so just understand that. And so a lot of people do like that. They they represent their culture like that or whatever she's doing. But there's a lot of red flags that I see there. There's a lot of red flags. And so, again, I know potentially I'm going to be in a boxing match with some of these people, right? I know eventually she's going to come down and pray to the spirits of Jezebel. She's going to snap. <laughs> she's going to snap. And, uh, and then I have to deal with the aftermath. All right, I don't want to deal with the aftermath. Sorry. Sorry. And again, it has nothing to do with her race or her color. I mean, she just represents the type of people that I don't associate with. I mean, you'll never catch me caught dead, not even creeping at night. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Edward says, uh, you don't own the court. You hoop on CGA went off. <laughs> You don't own the court you hoop on. You don't. Oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to touch on that because I can go in on that, but I'm not even going to touch on that. All right, Dale Elmore. I can't touch on it later. You know I'm going to get to it later. Dale Elmore, uh, ACDC, last Saturday, we dropped my buddy off at 4 a.m. His girlfriend lost her ish, was screaming, spitting, hitting him. Unfortunately, he ended up giving her the sweet chin music and not condoning, but they'll fight you now. They've always fought you. They, they've always fought you, and then they'll call the police, and then they'll play the victim and all of these things. Guys, it's not even worth fighting. I would never get in a fist fight with a one. All right, why? I have everything to lose. Guys, again, lose, lose. I mean, you're going to feel better if you do defend yourself and hit her with an uppercut. You'll feel better, and you'll say, good, you learned a lesson now, but guess what? Everything else that comes after that is going to be an L. I mean, nobody's going to champion you. Um, That can help you, at least. No one that can help you will champion you. Um, most times, most times are going to take the female side on that one, no matter what she did, no matter what she did. So I wouldn't do it. It's a no win situation. And, um, you know, if you're a job guy, you would hit her. If you were a career guy, you wouldn't hit her. I mean, you, you know, career guy don't hit back and think that's a win job guy does job guy just gets another job. You lose your career. Nah, that's not worth it. Freddie Frappuccino, Tommy argues with 304s as uh, a hope. He can help change his daughter's future. I think he sees his daughter in these XXs. No disrespect to the kids. Potentially, I think he does have a daughter if I'm not, my memory serves me right. Um, and I haven't seen his show in a quite a long time. All right. I've seen him more on Fresh and Fit than I've seen his show. But I believe he does have a daughter. And I think he does, you know, I think he does. Like, you know, people always ask us why we talk about women. Well, we care. You know, we can act like we don't care about him. We care. Um, and same would go to Tommy. I think people think Tommy talks about black women because he doesn't care about them. And I think it's the opposite. I think he does care. Now, he does want to have sex with a lot of them, too, I'm sure. But I think he cares. Otherwise, he wouldn't talk about them. <laughs> I don't know. You know. He does have a daughter. So, yeah, it's. Oh, he has two daughters. So it's. I think he cares. And he wants to interact with them. He wants to be, he wants to be, he wants to have them see his side. I think this is just my opinion on it. Anyway. Um, uh, and as, as you can see, I don't care. <laughs> All right. But anyway, 
Fred Stanley says, it's funny how everyone is saying Tommy should have been a bigger man. So isn't, uh, is it equality or not? Why do women want patriarchy when it helps them? Yeah, that whole argument is, you know, she was the aggressor. She was the obvious ag aggressor here. And um, when she's able to snap, black out, uh, get emotional, and everybody gives her a pass, stand over the man and yield a weapon. I mean, we got to have equality or we got to say, okay, men are the authority. It's one or the other. We can't have we're equal, but he needs to be the bigger man. But this is why I this is why I do what I do because I I call this out. This is why I tell you be careful how you interact. We have the illusion of illusion of equality. We're playing equality, but in reality, we have a patriarchy. All right, we have men have strength. Men are doing the most work. Men are producing the most. Men are getting the most income. Men, men have the advantage in the world because literally it's a man's world, is whether you like it or not. When the is when the ish hits the fan, they're going to take two steps back and push the men forward. I mean, we all know that's what's going to happen. Okay, any hint of World War III, the women start going in the kitchen baking bread. It's sad, but but as long as things are safe and secure, they're out up in their chest. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. You know, it's hard for us to adjust in the world as men today because we're we're told we're evil. We're told we're doing wrong. We're told we're weak. We're told all of these things. But then when it gets right, when, when it when it's gets serious, we're supposed to be the ones up front. Nope, 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 nope. You guys handle it. Or we're supposed to be the bigger man. That's why I tell you, man, just be who you are. Just be who you are. E-N-N-Z. She was plotting, it seems, and did the typical jungle pop off for attention. Yes, at the last minute. It was a Hail Mary, too, E-N-N-Z. It was a Hail Mary. Typically at the end of the show, when she had nothing else to pull, she was about to lose. She figured she could do this, and she's getting attention. Remember, attention is their currency. She's getting attention from this, more attention than she had previously. And I'm sure some simps are in her OnlyFans or in her DMs, right? Um, and so she did plot this out. If they had a previous relationship, and this wasn't at, said at the beginning of the show, rather at the end, it was a plot. Aramis T says, there's so many female MMA fighters that live and train in Florida that could be excellent promotional opportunities for them to bodyguard on Fresh and Fit. Thank you, Sexy Slim, the goddess. <laughs> I appreciate you for being here. All right. Uh, let's see here. But, um, yeah, I think uh, there are some bodyguard opportunities there. There's some buff chicks in Florida in Miami. Oh, boy. They got them big shoulders and big boobs. Crazy. The, the fake ones. King Life says Chris is the producer. Our audio engineer is Mo. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to King Life over there. Um, yeah, I got it wrong. Chris is the producer. He's the executive producer. And Chris, you all up in the video. Watch Chris. Let's get Chris. Hey, let's get Chris. Let's make fun of Chris right here. Chris is the executive producer. If you don't watch your executive producer all in the video, all in here, bodyguard, dancing, come to Coach Greg Adams. Come to Death Row. All right. I had to get Chris. Chris all up in the video, dancing. All right. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to Chris. Uh, where are we at? The work working man podcast. He says, morning coach. This is going to be a fire stream. Hit me with the shuffle for the sisters. Anybody think I'm shuffling this morning? I'm trying to be as logical as possible, but 
they probably think I'm shuffling. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! <laughs> well, no matter what, I you know, no matter what people think of uh, the the content that what I do here, I'm trying to be as rational as logical as possible. I'm not calling names. I'm not calling people hair weave tight. I wish the I wish the the I wish the dynamic between black men and black women as a whole. I know there's good dynamics, but as a whole, I wish the dynamics were great. But anybody that says it's great, you're you're out of your mind. I mean, the dynamics are not very good. And so I'm just pointing it out. Everybody sees it. And uh, this is another example of it. And um, I would say other women wouldn't dare do what she did. I mean, what do we do about this? Can we fix this dynamic? I don't think it can be fixable because it's been going on for generations, right? This is uh, what angry man would call plantation politics. Okay, I don't know if he brought he made that. I heard it from him. Angry man calls this plantation politics. So what typically happens is, like you could imagine on a plantation, everybody imagines the plantation one way. I've often imagined it quite different. I've had, I've, I've, I, I, listen, we've been so-called free for 70 years and look at what, look, type, look, look what type of ish we've been getting into between black men and black women. So you're telling me over 250 years of plantation life that it was in harmonious relationships? That everybody was just mm, 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 point to the North Star and everybody go together. We'll all run together. No, 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 no. <laughs> the overseer was right there. All right. We call our women typically, black women typically call the police, and the police station is a mile away. Overseer's right here. Uh overseer, he ain't working over here. Hush up, girl. That type of stuff. Man, for 250 years, it probably was off the chain plantation politics it probably was ridiculous the amount of tattletaling snitching the amount of i hold power over you oh you look at another slave girl's rear end i know you ain't looking at that girl you better not be looking at that girl massa he planning on running you know it probably was oh. the manipulation probably was on look at okay anybody who disagrees with me Look at us out here now. We're free now. Look at the bull crap we do and we're free. <laughs> and the plantation, look, the, the master is the family court building. The overseer is the officer, overseer, officer, overseer, officer, the overseer, officer. We in freedom and we pull the officer, overseer over to us all the time in the hood. Please. <laughs> it probably was goofy. On the plantation, I mean, <laughs> the snitching alone, the manipulation alone. We drag each other to the to the family courthouse like it's the master's big house. And fight and duke it out right in there, right there in the street, right there in the court. So, you know, you got to you got to put your head together and, and realize that what we are doing now. What's already been done for the last 60 years, the last 70 years, the last 100 years, the one last what? This is learned behavior of how we treat each other. This is learned behavior. We learned this from our grandmama and our granddaddy or our aunts and our uncles. They learned it from their great grand. We're only like our grandmothers. Our grandmothers 
grandmothers were on plantation. <laughs> so this behavior is learned. It wasn't something that just arrived now. Everybody understand that. Anyway. Oh, he says our house is burning massive. Yep. Oh, it's had to be all oh, ugly. Ugly. Here we at uh here we at here here. Charlie Brown says ex-wife put hands on me in my house. I had to put hands on her. In the he says in the air and wave them like <laughs> Oh, this is this is crazy. He says I had to put hands on her. He says I had to put hands in the air, wave them like I just don't care. Guess who got arrested for domestic violation? She did. Protect your meat. Congratulations, man. You got out. Whew. Oh my goodness. Charlie Brown is a fool for that. He had to put hands in the air and wave them like I just don't care. I'm I'm sweating on that one. You got my you got me melting, bruh. Noble One says, I don't agree men and women should fight one another. With that said, if a woman punches you in the face or disrespects you, you cannot say you're not retaliating. May Chiefs be with them. It's tough. I mean, I listen. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, uh, size-wise, women are catching up to a lot of men. There's a lot of women. I, I think I think if we actually measured the width of men and women, you would have to actually say women are larger than men. Okay, hear me out here. Hear me out. Yeah, my chocolate skin melting on that one. I would have to say on, on an average, women are larger than men. Okay, not bigger, not taller. They're larger. All right, and so they're wider. You know what I mean? And girth matters. Ask ladies, does girth matter? <laughs> Be honest. Does girth matter? Girth matters. Like, like if you're wrestling with somebody and they're wide and you can't get around them and belly to belly suplex them, that's gonna happen. Did you can't cinch the old arms in like this when you wrap your arms around their waist and then you belly to belly suplex them? If you can't get around, <laughs> wait a minute. Where's our lady right here? She'll tell you right here. She'll tell you right here. This one right here actually means the diet don't work for you the same. Imagine if she went off on you and you couldn't get your arms around her and cinch it in, right? And you couldn't get that leverage and lift them over and rotate them hips. You can't do it. You can't do it. And then their center of gravity is all jacked up. The center of gravity is either extremely low or extremely high. They kind of gangly and goofy. Like you can't really get up in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't perfect plus they ass. So if they're wider than you, that means they're larger than you. And so if, let's just take this picture right here. Wait a minute, I'm changing my name. I don't want to do that. Let's take this picture. For all intents and purposes, she is literally larger than Tommy. She's a wider human being than Tommy. Just this, this the placement of distribution of weight and mass. Okay. And so when Tommy stands up, you'll see his waist is narrow, more narrow. He has less body fat. And if he was happy to actually wrap his hands around her, he couldn't get around her. And with that being said, it's unfair to be like, okay, I'll let this human being wait, uh, wallop me. I'll let them hold a yield a weapon over me. I'll, I'll let them hit me first. If you do that, 
This is why I tell you guys, you guys got, when, the, when she started praying to the Jezebel spirit, you needed to get out of there, run. Because there's nothing you could do. I am, she says, brother, I am not with them, buzzer. <laughs> I'm not with them. Um, Coach Junior says, put all Shaniquas on SpaceX and shoot, shoot them out there. Remember, ladies, I ain't saying none of this. <laughs> I often just say, leave Shaniqua and them alone. Leave them in the bottoms. All right. They'll be fine there. Um, they'll somebody will make use of them. I won't. Uh, SYSBM is in here big time. Octavius M says, don't feed the bears. <sighs> don't feed the bears. I would not have associated with that woman on any level. Unfortunately, I just don't have that in here. I don't have that in me. Uh, where are we at? Ty says, my uncle got great divorce. Great. The kingdom come at 64. She took the house and a percentage of his pension. Black love in effect, never marry, free agent for life. Yeah, great divorce is going to be, guys, you will never retire. You'll never earn your money back. You'll lose everything, and you don't have working years ahead of you. Uh, anyone who's bragging about their marriage and you're under 45, just give it time. Uh, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And the farther you go, the least likely you'll ever financial recover. All right, just so in case. She, and she, all she has to say is, I'm not happy. <laughs> all right, you're done. You'll never, you'll never retire. You'll be working three jobs until you're 75 and you pass out in your studio bedroom apartment. Okay, that's what'll happen. Adrian Paul TV, off topic, behind and behind on the stream, you mentioned Sandy Utah last night, right after I drove through it. Thanks for all that you do, man. Always stay on your purpose. Shout out to Sandy Utah. A couple more. ENNZ says she looks stank and voice sounds rough. Uh, that is the uh, evolution. That's evolutionary, by the way. I don't know about her her smell. I don't know about her smell at all. But the sounding rough is evolution. Or as my book is called, De-Evolution. Too tall in the house. Thank you, sir. He's not, he's not smaller than women. Will Smith says, honestly, as a black man in the dating scene in New York City and only have sisters, dated sisters, I notice it is easier to sleep with fine sisters than it is to get them to listen and not be disrespectful. Being disrespectful is cute to them. That is a fair point for anybody who disagrees with that. This goes back to what I call, um, I, uh, I, I don't know if you know, like uh, this is what it's, I don't, I didn't have a term for it, but sometimes being um, 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 sassy, sarcastic, and snappy is seen as it's a flirting thing to them. They see that as flirting. It's kind of like your partner, your friend, your buddy, your cousin. Um, and if they like you, they're either going to hit you or seek out attention, talk about you, demean you, right? They'll call you like, they'll be like, you ugly, dusty. They'll hit on you, pick on you. Um, they'll talk about your mama. And then they'll come out and be like, but I like you. You know what I mean? That years later or weeks later, you'll find out she got a crush on you. And you're like, her? You're like, God damn, get her away from me. I can't stand that woman, right? You'd be like, no, you're, you're in fear of that woman. You're like, get away from me. Oh, what, you can't handle a strong woman? You can't handle a strong woman? See, for some reason, they think that is a, a, a way, yeah, crispy, you dark, you goofy, you ashy, and then they'll like you. 
I don't know what that is, but I would I would venture to say I would say this as a piece of advice to black women, because you're losing a lot of black men that way. A lot of black men don't like that. And I think it is a shit test. We call it a shit test in which she wants to see how strong you are in accepting this type of behavior. Because if you do engage with her, you're going to have to accept that for every day. It's going to be that type of terrorism in your life every day. If you do say, I'm strong enough to uh, take it. And then you get with her. And then every day, she's going to demean you, put you down, emasculate you, et cetera, et cetera. All women do it to a certain extent. This is how they flirt. Um, but it's, a, it's what we call the SHIT test to see how much you are able to handle. But the, the negative part of that is, this type of behavior can escalate into full-out brawls in which then you get arrested by getting to the overseer, the officer, and she'll bail you out and drop all the charges. You know what I mean? She gets her, she gets wetter than the Niagara Falls of this type of uh, attention. People who are like this are not good relationship partners. I just want to caution you men. He says, guys, do, she says, guys do this too. All right. I'm, I mean, Yvette, are you just saying that now because I said this? Are you just, is this something you believe? I know this is, <laughs> you know, so every time I say something, well, that goes both ways. Guys do this. Guys pick on women. Guys talk out and diss women. I'll tell you what, if I like a guy, I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, pause, 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 we're going to have to pause on this one and take a commercial break. Hold on for a second. We're going to take a slight commercial break. Don't don't go anywhere. We'll do commercial. I know somebody, one of my haters are going to clip that. I'm going to see videos of that everywhere. <laughs> Let me just, I got to read just here. What I meant to say was, if I like a woman, oh man. Sorry, I, it's, not, it's not what you think. <laughs> it's not what you think. There's going to be a Coach Exposed video coming up on that one. Anyway, let's move forward here. Let's play another video. Goodness. That was a Freudian slip. That was a slip. I did not mean that. I'm just letting y'all know. Oh, man. <laughs> now y'all look. Y'all was waiting. I tell you, man, people wait for me to make mistakes. They wait for me to make mistakes like that. That was a mistake. I, sp I was just, come on, man. I do 3,000 words a stream. Can I get one mistake? Can I get one? Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodness. Let's go back into this. 
maybe my viewership will get maybe YouTube will not ban me if I <laughs> oh my goodness I'm good come on man let me go let me go let me be free let me be free all right let's see what fresh has to say about this uh, DJ academics this is fair use DAG academics and fresh talk about this post fight let's go let's go hey, yo, bro, hey, bro, hey, yo, yo, yo. oh I had to do this on double speed because both of these guys talk slow fresh Talking to you, nigga. Like, this all right, nigga. Say show and tell, boy. Bro, what's cracking? Yo, what's, I look like some commotion going on. Y'all need big act in the building, bro. Yeah, to on the video, a private video because, bro. Okay, get, get this, right, bro. We're doing okay. this show, and you know. So, uh, one thing you guys got to know about female nature. These women have been on the show. Here's a woman right here. I don't know who she is. Fresh is doing a Instagram video with DJ Academics here. And this woman stops and says, I just want to say I'm starstruck. Mm. If you ever want to know what clout looks like, clout chasing, this woman is now starstruck at DJ Academics. And DJ Academics is like, what? He's like, he'll even say I'm nobody, right? Uh, but right now she says, I'm just starstruck. This is what you guys got to understand. When you get status... It don't matter really what you look like. Remember, I think I always like money, status, then looks. When it comes round down to it, it's money, status, then looks. All right, looks is something that she wants to pipe down. But if she knows a, a, she can get after another dude with higher status, she's going to do it. And this is when they do the, I'll lay on my back, I'll let you do anything to me. And then when you don't give them anything afterwards, then they come back and claim something happened. This woman, I'm so starstruck by you. She'll do anything for the guy. Get, get this right, bro. We're doing this show, and you know. Oh, I'm super starstruck right now. Um, women are choosing, guys. Women are choosing. Remember, I keep telling you, women are choosing out here, guys. The days where you could just walk up to a woman and she's getting no attention, um, and you could just walk up and run game to her are gone. If they're choosing, they'll choose you, bro. Oh, it's so good. What's up? Like, I'm like tripping out that you're there. That's academics. Yeah, yeah, it's Big Act. We in the building. What's your name, girl? I'm your intern, by the way. She's their intern. Did did Act have to run game on her? Nope. All he had to do was show up because he has status. He has a reputation. He probably has some money. And that's all he had to do. Women are choosing, guys. You know what? I'm I'm the intern. Oh, okay. That's what's up, girl. You don't got to be starting show by me. I ain't shit. What's your name? Aisha. All right, Aisha, what's up? Aisha. What's you, girl? I'm from Canada. And I oh, oh, lit, 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 yeah, lit. I've lived here for six months, and it's oh. looking crazy. So what she's trying to tell uh, academics is her timeline. Hey, I'm here for six months. You got six months. And act don't have to do nothing. All he has to do is show up. Oh, shit. <laughs> now nah, that's what's up. Yo, I thought the girls here were crazy, and then I came on the show, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's like confirmed they're insane. Yeah, like Toronto girls are not like this. Yeah, it's crazy. She trying to say, she trying to say, I ain't like that. Academics, you can trust me. Yeah, Yo, she auditioning. What happened, brother? Act, hold to me. It's just so funny. There's another one choosing, guys. There's another one choosing. Watch, watch. She choosing. <laughs> she choosing. What's up? Cooling, I'm cooling. Where's where's my AMA AMS voice? Choosing signals. She grabbed the phone to show academics her titties. Guys, 
I, I'm telling you, man, I'm ahead of the game. Stop listening to these old men, all right, out here, trying to get you out here, run up on these 304s. They're choosing. Now, you have to be careful when they're choosing. She grabbed the phone <laughs> to show her. Look. Listen, man. Yo, Fresh, what happened? I didn't see it. Okay, okay. So, we're streaming, right? Bro, you have to have this live. I literally had to jump over the fucking table and, like, bear hug the fuck out of Tom. And I'm like, yo, Fresh. Oh, bro, boy, she's ratchet. Man. She's ratchet. Kind of, like, swing at his face. So, he wasn't going for it. So he. I don't want to be caught dead with women like this, by the way. Got up. Explain. You had Tommy on tonight, right? Okay, so we had Tommy on on, on the show, right? Yeah. And you know, you know uh, the black girl. And somebody said academics is unfazed. Exactly. He's got he's got women doing this on the regular. Again, when you get status, women like this do this on the regular. He's like, whatever. Did the um, show with Shay? Shay means. So she was on too, right? Remember her friend Bladia? I was on as well. So yeah. there. So only Shay was on, but Shay had a like a. Yo, nigga, hold on. Yo, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Yeah. You just said those two names is meant for disaster. Tommy is literally the Ghostbusters of black women. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. And that chick is like I'm the super sane of black women. It ain't going to work. So, what? So, academics is trying to look out for Fresh and Fit for people that were saying academics set, setting them up. He's trying to say you shouldn't have put those two together. All right. This is that, like, she had a resentment against Tommy because they flew up to the team in Atlanta. He flew them out to do only fast content or smash whatever, right? But he only oh, smashed. Tommy fucked him. Yeah. Oh no, one. He, he, he only smashed Bloodya, her homegirl, the light skin one. So there it is, right there. They had a dynamic. So this is again, they had a, a dynamic. He already knew her prior to the show. So this isn't just something that popped off. This was somebody that hurt had hurt feelings potentially. Um, they had a previous relationship. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't think Tommy fuck with, I don't think Tommy, I don't think, he, I don't think he dabbled in the dark. Apparently, he wanted to, though. So what happened oh. was, she felt the type of way, and I know she didn't, like, it's content, whatever, but she didn't want to do it. So she said, hey, let me back home. I'm not with it, right? So Tommy was texting her blood, saying basically, like, oh, um, you know, I don't want, I feel bad about what happened. I, what did I do to make, to make you feel this way? I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Look, I, I don't know what Tommy said because I didn't hear Tommy say yet. I'm going over what she said. And she came on the show today. I think her father passed away. She's emotional. Uh, here we go with the uh, Shikari Richardson excuse. My father passed away. I'm emotional. But I'm going to go out here and thought and promote myself. All right. So I don't know, man. I, I'm not buying that excuse. Um, if your father passed away and you're emotional and you want to smoke one, go do it. Go do it and, and, and chill out for a minute. She's a little bit drunk. Say, yo, Tommy, I don't like the content that you make on your channel. You talk about black men all the time. I don't like it. And then he was like, no. I say that because I want to help black women, blah, blah, blah. I, I tell the truth. So, again, there's, there's the content here. They're doing the same thing with Kevin Samuels. I think Kevin Samuels is another guy who they're trying to make it out that he hates black women. And I don't think that's the case. I think he cares about black women just like Tommy cares. Uh, it's just the way that they're 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 going about it. They're easily trying to poke holes in it as if they 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 hate uh, black women. I, I don't think that's true. I, I really think, I mean, if anything, Tommy and or Kevin could literally leave black women alone and go about their lives. <laughs> they steady always talking about them, right? I think it's in the effort to help them. I think they're overly trying to help them than hurt them, in my opinion. So she was like, no, no, no. By the way, I, I want to give Tommy 
Tommy a fair, a fair shot. Like, I, like people do, people do characterize him like he just hates black women, but I think he, he's really trying to advocate for. He tried to clarify. He tried to clarify that subject multiple times. But she didn't want to hear. Just, she was just trying to ignore it, and she was just trying to check Wait. him. Sorry. Huh? What? That's your What happened, brother? Man, I will say this though. My training prepared me. <laughs> oh, yo, wait, yeah. wait, 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 did they fight? Hey, it was you. Did they fight? But yeah. So, right, so get this right. So then after, after, after that, she got up and got on Tommy's face. So Tommy got up too, and she just pushed the mic. She just, she just, okay, so she wanted to. Fresh is explaining this to us, by the way. Uh, this is a play-by-play. <laughs> I'm just playing. Fresh is going to be mad that I said this about him. But Fresh is giving us the play-by-play as only he can. All right. Thank you, Fresh. I appreciate it, sir. I'm going to Mike, right? So uh, Chris, Chris came up from the back and grabbed her. Because she was smacking with the mic. Then Tommy wants to go and punch her. But Myron what? held Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Myron held Tommy and pushed him against the other wall. Yeah, Fresh is a little excited. Hey, slow down, Fresh. Slow down. Let, let, let's put this down. Let me slow this down. Hold on. Normal speed. I'm going to play it back slow. Here, let me see here. So, Wabmoa's... Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me go down one more speed. Here we go. So, Wabmoa's, um... You know, we have to end the street. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> you know, it's been to that level where, like, they're they're gonna fight each other like seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. I get it now. I get it. I get it. Tommy was gonna gonna fight her. That don't sound right. Yeah, I'm just playing. Bro. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Don't be hey, up, hey, fresh, fresh. Don't be mad at me. I, I don't be mad. I know he gonna be mad at me. Don't. Two uh, X is better. All right, hold on. Let me speed it up. Let me speed it up. Let me see what he talking about. Oh no, no, that ain't good enough. Did anybody get hit? A little bit, yes. But it wasn't like spirit okay. because Myron, Myron, how about Tommy? Brother, also, yo. brother Fresh, who caught the case? Of the huh? Sunday. That girl got one. She got that girl got one. <laughs> she got one play. Titties. All right, here we go. Last, last like, Bro, real talk. If Myron didn't hold back Tommy, he would have given up. So you can boom. And look, if Chris would give out that ball, huh? Huh? We'll give it to hey, listen. I, I just want to say I, I don't advocate no violence against our black blacks. It's black, it's black history month. I, I, I say that I, I love my black queens. That. Okay, however, I also want to be fair. I also don't advocate any woman putting their hands on men. That's okay. not cool. It's not no. cool at all, bro. Actually, dude, we, we are against men that hit women, bro. That's right. that yeah. shit, bro. Don't well, ever do that, bro. Well, we're against people that he hit people. We're against people that hit people. So uh, just real quick, uh, Tommy Sotomayor did go on his show and uh, explain his side of the story here in a 20-minute uh, impromptu live stream. But, um, <clears throat> you know, people do try to censor other people, so I'll play just a little bit, um, maybe about 25 seconds. Got to love it dealing with black holes. i tell you what. I told y'all a long time ago, they say the black of the berry. Dumb of the bitch. It is true. It is true. It is true. Black of the berry. All right. So that's his response right there. He has a 29 minute response. I'll put it in the link in the description box. Um, he's he's not very happy with what happened. This was obviously his emotions were high, and he's going, 
he's going to normally what he goes through his bag in relation to that. So um, as you can see, things get crazy here. Um, uh, let's crazy here. <clears throat> uh, let's see. I'm going to do some super chats here. Loud Pocket says payment. Uh, he says, uh, sister girl had a crush on Tommy Sotomayor. So Loud Pockets is on the cash app and saying that the woman had a crush on Tommy Sotomayor. And I believe that is typical. That is the play. She wanted Tommy. She wanted the status from Tommy. She wanted something from Tommy. She felt hurt that Tommy allegedly probably had an interaction with her and that it didn't go further than that. And uh, that was the only card she had to play. The only card she had to play left was you wanted me and I didn't give it to you or uh, you wanted me and didn't proceed, so I'm hurt. I think that's that's all I could go with. And it escalated onto the show, which I don't know how they got on the same show. Um, but it's sad that people have to do these things in public. It really damages the reputation of the community. I don't damage the reputation of the community. Somebody says, the fact that she will swing on a 50-year-old man says a lot. I really think, man, boy, the disrespect. Like, I don't know, man. This is tough. Fish oil jacuzzi cousin is getting married in a month. Throwback G debt. Let's get it. Get smack silly. Get smack silly. Man, he says, he says, yes, master. We one happy family, master. All right. Yep. Remember when I did the G Dep? <laughs> the get smack silly. Get back silly. I love that G Dep song. Uh, let me see here. Das Token says females will bring up colorism as just are just projecting. BWs are super difficult to blame it on. Wait a minute. Super, they're super difficult to blame it on colorism. BWs are perpetual victims to themselves. S-Y-S-B-M. Uh, colorism, uh, that's a tough one to even think about real quick. Let me do this real quick. All right, so, um, yeah, the colorism argument is difficult for me because I think then it extends to now you want white women. I mean, there's always this the, the difficult thing. I just think the dynamics of the relationship needs to be worked on. It is not necessarily colorism. And then typically colorism has to do with class. It typically is going to be that way. I mean, this is how it is in India. Sometimes in, in, in any culture, typically the, the darker people get ostracized. That's just kind of how it is, unfortunately. I mean, we've seen it in South Africa. It certainly does happen here in America. It happens in India. It does happen in Asian countries. I mean, that's just a sad reality. Even in Brazil, there's a level of it. Even in Cuba, there's a level of that, allegedly. So what typically happens is, these people get ostracized, disadvantaged, disenfranchised. They end up being poor. And then as a result, then the selection process, they're starting to see lighter, lighter people get selected as mates, um, long-term mates provided for, et cetera, et cetera. And then they get, they have a problem with it. They're like, hey, it's because of color. And then I say, not really. It's because of class. Everything does stem back to class and economics. This is a global thing, and unfortunately, dark-skinned people are not seen in a positive light, and thus, they get disenfranchised. Around the world, I mean, around the world, this is just not the United States thing. Around the world. And so, Michael Jackson turned into a whole damn white person because of this type of thing. Because he doesn't, he didn't, he was not pleased with how he appeared. Sammy Sosa was changing his color. Serena Williams went about around her way 
to become lighter. And this is why, because you get put in a certain class and there are certain type of things that are heaped on you. Is this fair? No, but life ain't fair. Life ain't fair. I'm dark skinned and I have to deal with that too. Life ain't fair. I mean, what am I going to do? Change my meat suit? I can't do it. So what typically happens is then you grow up in a different class. And everything revolves around the class, right? And so if I'm going to be, I want to be richer. Uh, people do this and they'll tip, they'll, they'll, um, they'll intentionally select a lighter skin mate to have lighter skin kids to get them out of this classism, right? Um, it's, it's a crazy thing. And so then if you grow up less classy, then there's no way you can join a better class of people. They won't select from you. So then it revolves around classism. Unfortunately, this is literally like, you know, I knew people don't want to accept it as it is, but it is what it is. I can't even, you can't deny it. And the colorism argument is always going to be there as a, a, a means to try to explain it away. And I will say, sure. But then what about the behavior? What about the behavior then? All right. The, then the behavior represents not color. It represents class. So did she demonstrate? Let's go ahead and put this up. Out of everyone in the room, we just have to be honest with ourselves. I'm an honest guy. Out of everyone in the room, who displayed the worst class? It would be her. The color didn't have anything to do with it. It might have had something to do with him wanting to sleep with her. But when it came to display, and we're only using a small clip, so we don't know what happened on the, on the whole show. But when it came to demonstrating class, what happened? All right, her class showed more than her color. It's sad. It is what it is. You can like it or not. You can like it or don't like it, but you better learn to love it. So you, let's just say, if she demonstrated a better class, better reputation, better representation of herself, could she be selected by a better mate? Yes. I would say, yeah, then the color wouldn't come into it. Somebody says, I love being dark-skinned. I love being dark-skinned, too. I don't have a problem with it. I just don't have a problem with it. But I, I'm definitely not going to pick from people from uh, that, that don't represent themselves away, right? Elijah wants me to go on. Let's stop talking about it. I don't want to talk about it. That's 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 what that means. I make sense, right, Elijah? All right, Cream Chris. Shout out to the coach and the coach gang in the house. What's your thought of people body shaming Fifty Cent? But it's okay for us to accept body positivity. Um, let's see here. Um, I think body. I think Fifty Ship. I listen. I body shamed Fifty Cent when I saw him. I called him two dollars and Fifty Cent. <laughs> All right. So, um, but to be fair, 50 Cent has been very critical of other people's body. So if people are body shaming him, it, it goes, I'm I'm about equality. So if they're going to body shame 50 Cent, we should certainly be able to body shame Madonna and Lizzo and all of these people. But then I, when I hear them say we can't go in on Lizzo, Lizzo or Madonna and 50 Cent was wrong for going in on Lizzo and Madonna, but everybody's going in on 50. I'm like, that ain't fair. I think 50 should be body shamed for, for, for uh for funny purposes, just like we would body shame Lizzo or Madonna for funny purposes. It would be funny because it's true. It's true. 50 Cent doesn't look like he did 20 years ago. And he looked it looked funny, right? So um I think it was fair game. However, check this out. <laughs> check this out. 50 Cent, it don't matter what his body looks like. Now that's the reality pill of the whole thing. 
50 Cent is still the man. 50 Cent is still an executive producer. 50 Cent is not going to be judged on his body when it comes down to mate selection. Whereas Lizzo and Madonna will be, don't matter how much money and status they got, they still ain't going to do well on the marketplace. Now, that's the real pill. Because men don't, men, our bodies really don't matter in the end. It's about who we are and what we have. So, yeah, the reason why I can make fun of 50 is because uh, it's going to be funny, but 50 still 50 cent. But, it, but Lizzo still Lizzo. Whether she had 50 cent money or not, whether she was executive producer or not. So that's what it really was about. That I, I think people that are body shaming 50 and then we can't go in on the other side is ridiculous. I think it was funny because he was hanging upside down and you could really look at see 50 cent and you could be like, wow, you don't look the same. He says, snatch Madonna is snatching up kids as boyfriends. Yeah. But, but that right there is a, she really don't want that. Maybe I'm wrong though. I don't know. ACDC brings out, brings uh one, one of your points coach. She's going to give the peace leave to someone with no underwear and PUAs. Would, uh, would think they're accomplishing something with her. Exactly. These are the type of guys that would celebrate. Oh, I smashed that type of girl. No. I mean, she was going to give that peace leave away that night to, to whoever. was going to let them slide up in there. Albert Wesker, these the women we supposed to save in the community with. No, to save the community with. Yeah. It's hard to go back and save those type of mentalities. I'm not going to put in that energy. Janzel. I, we're going to call you, Janzel, I, am I the only one that notices fresh and fit altercations are getting worse and worse? I feel like they need to be worn or need to be worn before someone gets clapped thoughts. Um, Could I imagine something like that could happen? I don't know. Anything's possible. Um, Anything's possible. I'm trying to think of the scenario behind the scenes in which could prevent something like that. Um, As far as I know, I don't think anybody probably could make it to that table with somebody packing like that. They would have to probably reach. They would have to be off camera to do something like that, or at least off the main screen. I don't think, you know, because girls are scantily clad, so I don't think that they could be packing something at the table, right? Now, after the show or something like that, possibly, but I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. Let's just say I hope not. Because, uh, yeah, man, it don't take much to uh, get it to the table. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Uh, you know, the girls can't have phones at the table. So I can't imagine that, that that they could bring something else to the table like that. I hope nothing goes like that. Uh, let's see. Or somebody else, maybe a guy, maybe a guy. Could a guy that they're with do something like that? <clears throat> I hope not. I think they were probably not allowed a guy in. Somebody says Tommy was antagonizing, so he should have known better and checked himself. I, I think that's true. Yeah, we admitted Tommy was antagonizing her. Tommy definitely did instigate after she prayed to the spirit of Jezebel. DGC more piece CGA. Keep dropping the heat. I will catch the replay. Got to get back to the lab and get your bag and run. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> um, Jason Webb, thank you for being here again. Major leagues, coach, don't mind me. I'm just going to be at the beginning of the show to listen. Keep doing your thing. Coach, gang, gang. Shout out to you and your little John boys for life. Uh, E.T., 
we, I can't pronounce that. Your free agent lifestyle and de-evolution books are must-read. Verbal judo. And he says, it's about using your words and tone uh, to calm down an intense conversation. Yeah, I try to have these, you know, in the book, it's very much muted, but it's like, I'm trying to present my case. And I'm not trying to argue out here. Like, I, you know, these there's men that want me to argue with them. Like, I won't even argue with women, and they got peace leave. What makes you think I'm going to argue with you? You know, I'm like, I, somebody says, uh, speak my mind, says avoid these ninjas uh, over there and over here. Yeah, I'm not about to argue with no dude, all right, on YouTube. Last thing I'm going to do is argue with a dude and because I don't even argue with women. And I could sleep with them possibly, <laughs> all right? What am I going to do with you? Pause. Robert Moreno says, goat. Appreciate you. Kaiju. Kwame Klingon mating ritual. <laughs> I I I don't disagree. Who could disagree with that? I think that's a mating ritual. And somebody says it. Mental agility says it's called the Klingon mating strategy. Who came up with that? Has somebody, another content creator, said that? Because I just kind of talked about that too. I think this is a mating ritual at best, too. <laughs> There's certain dynamic. I actually dated. A uh, sister when I lived in Louisiana. Yes, I have dated a sister before. <laughs> I have dated one before. All right, but this woman was toxic, bro. She was beautiful. She ran track and played volleyball in college, had these long legs, high booty, thin. Oh my God. She ended up having a major league baseball player's baby. Somebody might know who I'm talking about, <laughs> all right? She ended up hooking up with a major league baseball player and uh, having this kid, but uh, I had her first. <laughs> but uh, this woman would literally start an argument every time I saw her. It was always something. Was she light-skinned? Yes, she was. Yeah, she was light-skinned. She wasn't dark-skinned. She was light-skinned. She would be considered light-skinned, but compared to what I've dated in my past, she was dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh considering where i've gone in my life she would be dark but uh she would be considered high yellow <laughs> she upgraded on me she upgraded on me this woman was toxic every time i saw her it was always an argument but there was sex afterwards there was always something she was complaining about it was always and she was young at the time she was probably 23 24 25 probably less than 25 she probably was like 23 right but there was always something 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 and then that led to this passionate bedroom the the, the cling on mating strategy it led to a very passionate bedroom and it was like me finally overtaking her and overpowering her and it was like finally i get to over finally overpower her and then she would finally submit that was exhausting <laughs> it was exhausting i was like bro i can't take it i could not take it was the peace league good yeah but it was just too much to overcome it was like a constant like no i'm gonna finally get you okay i submit you're my hero you know mm. i can't do it man i was like i gotta get rid of this one because I it was an hour or so of bickering and then great bedroom. 
<laughs> Who's mad? This is exhausting. I, I like people to just be quiet. All right. You can have me take me when you want it. I'm not about to go through all this bickering and all of this. They call it the Klingon, Klingon mating ritual. Has somebody else coined that? Because I don't want to get. So, yeah, angry sex is hella immature now. Yeah, I don't do. There's no need for angry sex. Like, I, I'm not trying to do this angry, like the baby boy sex. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to argue, argue, argue. I'm going to steal your car and not pick you up on time and then beat the brakes off of you. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm too old for all that. Uh, it's from Star Trek. Oh, okay. It's from Star Trek. Has another person coined that though? Or did, or did you guys just come up with it? Because two guys even just mentioned it back to back. The Klingon mating ritual. Yikes. He says, I'm 28 and women still try to do that ish. Yeah, no, nah, man. I can't. I don't have the energy for that. To me, that that, that tells me you got some, some trauma, some childhood issues. Wow. And so, ladies that are listening to me, uh, you know, you might be able to pull that over on some dude that's 25 or younger. BGS talks about it. Okay. Um, interesting. I want to give credit where credit is due if you did get it for somebody. But I don't have time for that. No way, ma'am. You're going to have to. You're going to have to really come in here on a low. You, your energy is going to have to be very low when I when you deal with me. All right, dealing with me, your energy got to be low. It's got to be very much, we will have the passion, but it's going to have, you're going to have to be almost mute. Low energy. If you come in here and ninja, ninja, listen, like this woman right here, let me show you. I don't care what race you are either. All right, uh, I'll show you an example here. I was just showing you this where fish, uh, fish, fresh. Uh, let's see here. And so, yeah, let me see here. Let me see here. You're going to have to be almost an introvert to mess with me. I can't mess with highly extreme extroverts. Let's see here. Here it is right here. Characterize him like he just hates black women, but I think he, he's really trying to advocate for. He's trying to clarify. See, this woman right here, this is too much for me. <laughs> this right here is way too much. Subject multiple times. She didn't he, want to hear. Just, he was just trying to ignore it, and she was just trying to check him. Huh? What? So that energy right there, she too extra. It's extra. It's extra. It's extra. I can't deal with that extra. Wait, wait. bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Did you explain? You, you had Tommy on tonight, right? Okay, so we had Tommy on 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 the show, right? You see, she at you know her eyebrows all arched up. She nostrils all flared up. Too much. You know, uh, the black girl, I did the, um, Where's she at? She's going to start talking. She, she tilting her head. Oh, here she is right oh. here. This is another better clip. Hands. This is another better clip. What's that doing? Listen, man. Yo, Yo Fresh, what happened? She's sticking her tongue out. Listen, I didn't see I, it. It's too okay, extra okay. for me. So we're streaming, right? Bro, you have to have this life. I literally have to jump over the fucking table and like hug the fuck out of Tommy. And I'm like, Yo, Fresh. Yeah, see that right there? That that is too much for me. I already I'm I'm running. I'm out. She come in. I how you doing? And yeah, and I had to. And I yeah 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 yeah. No no no, I'm out. I'm out. I I can't deal with it, bro. Move hands. You know what? Cussing every other word. I'm out. Check. I'm checking out.
<laughs> but that's just me. I'm just a little bit more of a, I got to have low vibration. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I have the low vibration, low energy-ish. I don't care about all of that. But shout out to the Klingon mating strategy. Uh, Black Pill Medellin, I'm looking on seeking for last coach. And there are a lot of old BWs, 35 and up, and they're on there. Is getting real bad. That attitude will put them in last place. That's the last place they should be competing over there. I think I think BW should be competing on a different frame for the men that they want. They can't compete over there. All right, uh, Derek Myrie. Derek M says everyone knows that Tommy is the truth. Shout out to you. Um, people have been listening to Tommy for a long time, so uh, credit where credit is due. He kind of. You know, I always people be like, uh, people are stealing from other content creators. I'm like, man, Tommy was the leader. He was the probably the leader on the for black men, for black men doing this YouTube. I mean, I don't know, but for black men doing this YouTube, he was ahead of the, he was way ahead of the game. And if you judge him by his latest content over the last five years, it's not even close. What he was doing six, seven, eight years ago, uh, um, um, what do you call it? Um editing message what do you call it production all of that live streaming he was ahead of everybody he was ahead of everybody before anybody even picked up a mic so i would literally say y'all need to yeah 10 years even um everybody owes what they're doing to him every every single one of these black manosphere creators or black content creators you owe it to him you watched him before you even thought about doing it and you probably stole from him, too. All right, so I don't want to hear ish. Tommy probably said it before you even thought about it. All right, uh, Rod Eric says, what's good, coach? You're basically reciting Megan Thee Stallion's lyrics when it comes to that behavior, flirting. Wow. Wow, for sure, man. Yep. For sure. I don't know if any Megan Thee Stallion lyrics, but it sounds like it. All right. Abel returns to Eden, dear coach. I said it many times. This example is illustrate illustrative of the fact that black folks are being replaced. This is our swan song, period. Only dying people display these antics. Sad, but true. Woo! Yeah, comic style for Tommy as well. His com- he was a comedian. He was actually addressing serious topics. He actually confronted the black women in the black community first. Yeah, man, Tommy was the, Tommy to me, in the he in this space is the originator in terms of black men, right? So uh, go, going back to address what you're saying here, this is definitely something that I've been telling you guys about. This is why I say get out of the community. If you guys want a chance, it, it, and this I always feel I say I feel sorry. I don't want to debate guys who want to save the community. I just feel sorry for you. I just feel sorry for you because there's so much going against you that you guys got to let people go. All right, it, it's got it, you know. Over, this is emblematic or symptomatic of the United States. There's so many people in the United States that are just, they're offering nothing back. I mean, um, it is basically the Thanos argument. Like, you can't save everybody, unfortunately. You can't. And so you either save yourself or you stay there and try to save because you have some loyalty. But I'm not. <laughs> they are warning you. They're warning you. I've, they've given you sim- simple warnings about where that community is going. Joe Biden gave you a warning. He gave you a warning. Joe Biden tried to tell y'all. 
do as I say, or you're going to regret it. And then when y'all did y'all bidding, y'all did, I told you to do Biden. Guess what he did for y'all? Nothing. He basically sat y'all's asses down and said, you did what you were supposed to do, you dumb ninja. This is paraphrasing Joe Biden, but I ain't giving you ish. That's what he said. You be And if you're new watching me, I've always pointed, reflect back to that, our article about black net worth in this country in 2050 as a prediction. You guys don't, I mean, not you guys. I always say you guys, but you guys don't own property. You don't build families. Those are the staples of survival. It's the staple of survival. Families and property, land, real estate. And life insurance, of three of which I can almost guarantee not many people have in the community. Not many people have neither one of those three. Patrice O'Neill definitely was ahead of the time, too. Yes, but he, he wasn't a content creator like Tommy. But, yeah, Patrice O'Neill has talked about this as well. Um, you guys can try to be try to ignore this, but this is a severe warning. How much more severe can you get? This is de- this is devastating. And if you do want to save, the first thing you need to do is to be able to have a calm conversation about saving such community. But that's not happening. That's not happening. This is happening more when you're seeing more and more people address each other. The conversation is not calm. The conversation is very much combative and confrontational, and neither side is budging. That's what I'm really be concerned about. If I really want to tell you guys where the help, I'm telling you, we're in dire straits as a people for our brothers that are going to be here. We're in dire straits right here. This is desperation. Like this brother just said eloquently, he says, um, only dying people display these tactics at, but tr- only dying people are, this is the, this is the last days of desperation. We're not meeting of the minds. There's no, There's no, hey, look, we need to do it for our family. We need to do, there's not that going on. And I'm, I'm concerned. This is why I tell people. It's why I tell people, if you do want to have a sense of survival, it's either sink or swim. You got to go now. You got to get out now. It's sink or swim. So Patrice's original podcast of women, 03 to 09. Uh, shout out to Patrice on there. I'm not want to take either anything away from either one of those brothers. They were originators too. Yeah. Um, for real, go. I mean, it's a real conversation that should be had. I'm not trying to put anyone down. I'm not trying to tap dance. I'm not trying to be a sellout. I'm just saying, let's be realistic about this. It's it's dire straits now. Okay. Ask yourself. Ask yourself as a man and as a as a woman of any race, do you have property? No. Uh, the, the likelihood then of you owning property is going to be slim to none going forward from here. Uh, do you have life insurance? No, and if you have descendants, meaning you have children out of wedlock, you have children from a divorce, and you have no life insurance, and you should die today, your children are slaves. They're they're wards of the court. They're slaves. They will get nothing. They will have nothing down. If you're a baby boomer right now, and you're in massive student loan debt, and you have nothing to pass on to your children, I don't care what race you are, but if you're black, you're setting your descendants back. 
you're giving them nothing when you pass. No property, no life insurance, no leg up, no nothing. All you're giving them is photos of yourself and debt. It is what it is. I mean, you can be mad, but that's what it is. All right, you're giving them nothing to look forward to, to invest in, nothing to sell when you die, nothing to leave behind. You're giving them nothing. And this is the story of many Americans. This is the story of many Americans. But in typically, the black community, they know by the generation alpha, by the time they're adults, it's over for them. You're leaving them nothing. This is how America was built, by leaving things behind. Leave, leave it behind for the next generation. Leave it behind for your kids. Most of y'all leaving zero behind. Mostly debt. And, and uh, terrible stories and toxic behaviors. All right. Somebody says, I'm taking it all with me. J-Flo taking his money. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> I got money. And stories about how you were a corporate slave. I worked for 40 years strong and independent corporate slave. Congratulations. <laughs> right. What do you want me to do with this information? What does that do for me as a descendant? Nothing. Because the reality is you can't pass on your corporate lineage, your corporate work to your children. You can pass on a business. You can pass on property. You can pass on life insurance. You can pass on a legacy. But you can't pass on 30 years working in a, as a corporate drone. You can't pass it. You can't pass it on as a business. Hey, I worked 30 years for this company. You get a job too. Nothing. There's no pension to pass on. Your 401k is worth $50,000. You got nothing. <laughs> but. Do as you may, guys. Follow your own path of emotion. Sebastian says, once again, Coach, proving the only logical solution to this world is the free agent lifestyle. Thank you, sir. Yep. Chemo says, lots of light, lighter women prefer darker men, though. Lots of lighter women prefer dark. This is true, I think, too. That's, that's interesting you say that. Yeah. Interesting you say that. The light skins do make a comeback every now and then, like a Drake, Christopher Williams. I'll be sure, you know, the light skins, they, they be in there fighting. Shout out to my light skins, right? Prince, the light skins don't go down hard. You know what I mean? They just stay in the cut. And then when they need to fight, they cat fight. Light skins come out. I'm in here too. I'm here too. Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Patrick Mahomes. They come out slapping. And they stay alive. Light skins just stay in the cut long enough. They just be like, I'm going to just watch it and I'm going to ride the next wave in. And then they ride in. They be floating. <laughs> the light skins be fighting. <laughs> Shout out to the light skin legends out here. Raise your hand if you're a proud light skin. Light skin dudes are very patient. They, they, find, their, they find their time and then they, they get in. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right, Quincy. But then what happens is, you know, then they go out of style and then the brothers, the dark skinned brothers come in. <laughs> See, we don't just hate on women here. We talked about the light skinned brothers, too, and the dark skinned. The proud light skins, raise your hand. Be, be proud. <laughs> um, but uh, sometimes you do see darker, darker skinned men definitely get a bigger pass than darker skinned women. In our society. That's what it is. Hey, life ain't fair. 
All right. Brits Cloud says, is that the same woman that put Tommy's face in her chest? Is it? I don't know. Mental agility, BGS Idmore came up with that saying, coach. All right, credit to BGS Idmore on um Klingon mating strategy. Wow, good Lord have mercy. That is a great one. I think that's a I think it's brilliant because I don't know about the Klingon thing, but uh, you know, everybody kind of calls it it. But but what I described is this toxic type of uh flirtation, toxic flirtation. All right. That is not very good, but uh, I would say if anything could change, if if women could change that, th that's easy to change. But then they'll say you're not man enough to deal with me, right? And I'm like, God dang, that's gonna work against you. It's kind of like when they go on the dating apps. We talked about this too, and they say I'm strong, I'm independent, I have a job, my kids come first. Like I'm like, name every toxic thing about you, and promote it as if it's good. I mean, don't go on a dating app and say any of those things. I'm super smart. I'm super sassy. I'm sarcastic. I'm, I got an attitude. I got my own job. I'm island hop. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all that's, of that's that. basically your, they call it ratchet flirting. You're basically saying I'm super duper. Uh, I, I'm going to be everything you don't like. And now that's y'all's fault. That's literally your fault. If you don't get the results you want. Don't blame everybody else. Don't come on Instagram. Um, don't come on Facebook. Don't come on TikTok talking like this after you've led with all the worst qualities that men desire. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls. Black girls. None. And it's like, People say, like, finding... An another example of this, it would be this one okay, right here. Okay, biggest turn-offs. Biggest turn-offs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything. Okay. You know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me. Attitude me. Complain a lot me i guess i'm not his type so that would be the klingon mating strategy right that would be the klingon she literally like i'm giving up nothing i'm gonna be bitchy attitude me lazy me i guess i'm not his type and then she'll be mad nobody wants him what happened where did all the men go she'll be mad nobody approaches her just like <laughs> jesus christ and she'll say, your mama is like me. Oh, well, I'm not dating my mama either. Martial arts, oriental medicine says blessings to the coach gang. He says, I'm Cuban, raised here, Afro-Cubans or not. Sometimes we call each other me negro. Even is not offensive. It's different in the Caribbean. And he says, um, when we got here, we saw the difference couldn't understand we are just cuban all right so the cuban um people have this let me say here even if it's not offensive so i guess then if it's even your darker skin right so you have something here if you're darker or you're addressing each other as black which is the absence of color ironically it's understand it's right re it's really it's really crazy me negro is a mexican a mexican mexican thing too 
Interesting, man. Interesting. It's interesting dynamic between with, with the colorism, even even across the world. So if, if people do, if you're African-American here, which doesn't exist either, but if you're black or or if you're here in this country, don't think it's just the country thing. I, it's worldwide. It's worldwide against the uh, Latinos. It's worldwide against Asians. There's certain Asians that don't want to get dark at all. All right, they're like, do not get dark. That's why they they carry umbrellas. They have that face shield. You ever see the one with that hat face shield? And they have the um the arm sleeves. They're like, we ain't trying to get dark around here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Indians have this problem. People in India, they have this issue. So it's not just an American thing. Uh, let's see here. Tracy Mills says, my ex moved out of my house this May. Never again. Or she moves out. My ex moves out of this house this May. So you got February, March, April. Oh, boy. He says, uh, Coach, your content has helped me so much. Vasectomy gang and free agent for life. Shout out to you. You'll have you'll have a, a lot of fun in life. Yes, indeed. Congratulations. Enjoy your freedom and do not cohabitate again for a long time. Uh, somebody says, the uh, yeah, the umbrellas in the sun. They don't want any color. Uh, so it is kind of looked at as a negative trait worldwide. So deal with it. I mean, what are you going to do? All right. Krell's 10 says coach Shaniqua was probably waiting on Tommy to go outside so she can run him against a uh, run him over with a giant ass Chevy Tahoe. <laughs> well, she tipped her hand. She should have waited. She should have waited. If she wanted to get at Tommy instead of embarrassing him, she could have got him on the sneak. All right. The AV network guy, coach, I'm, I'm having lunch at Goldman Sachs as we speak. They will save the sisters. <laughs> All right. Hold on one second. Oh, goodness. And that's a whole nother dynamic conversation there. Um, Callie West from Miami. I told my mom that my next girlfriend would treat me well as long as she knows how not to talk when I'm speaking. My mama said, cluck, cluck. What? <laughs> she says, bark, bark, bark. Ladies, uh, I, yeah, man, I, you know, even your mom's got Callie West. I, I, I know you're black. You have your channel. I've seen you and um, shout out to you and your channel. And uh, they, if you tell for some reason, you can give them the recipe on the be the woman that you want them to be. And they'll 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 balk at you. Balk? What? Balk? Balk? Like I would use reverse psychology on them. Hey, talk all the time. Be disappointed, be argumentative, be combative. That's what I love in a woman. They might do the opposite. But if you tell them, you know, I don't like competition between my mate. I love to decompress when I get home. I like silence. I'm an introvert. Stop dragging me out to nightclubs. You know what I mean? They, they will literally do the opposite. You never go out. I want to go shake my ass until three in the morning. I want to do this. And you'd be like, I don't want to do it. Okay, I'm going out anyway. Then they go out. You're just like, and then they like, wow. You can give them the recipe and they will literally do the opposite. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. This is the problem we're having with relationships right now. And the men that are in successful relationships, more than likely, the one reason you're in successful relationships, and I, I know you're not going to admit it, is because she sees the relationship as successful. That's the one reason you're in a successful relationship. As long as she's think as long as she's happy, 
you got a successful relationship. As soon as she says, I'm not happy, your relationship is done. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. All right, Raul says, save yourself, black man. Also, coach, I'm visiting New York City this weekend. Do you have any recommendations on what to do without getting stared at Martin Luther Lee? Oh, my goodness. Shout out to getting stared at Martin Luther Lee. Um, I'm trying to think, what, what could you do? I mean, depends on what you're trying to get into in New York City. And just bear with me. I haven't been to New York City in probably at least 12 years, if not 15 years. So a lot has changed. I don't know what you're if you're trying to do the tourism thing, right? Um, I always suggest the boat tour um, to do anything, but um, I don't know how long your trip is. That's that that's what you have to think about because you're not gonna see a whole bunch in New York. You're not gonna get to everything, so you got to really be selective on what you get to because everything takes time. Everything has lines, even with the restrictions. You're gonna have to pick. If you're not only there for three or four days, you're going to have to pick like two or three things to do. But find a lounge somewhere in the environment that you want to go to. They got great culture or stuff there. You can do the Met. You can do Central Park. I suggest people do Central Park. If you want to get into um, uh, the nightclubs and the scenes, you guys got to go find the lounge. It's not going to be apparent where everything's going in. You got to be in the cut, duck, duck and dive through alleys and go back here and it'll be a cool ass comedy club in a lounge. You're not going to see it on the street. It ain't going to be like, this is the cool place to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to like the smell of piss. Everything's piss infected. All right. So you're going to like the ah, piss. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it says go to New Jersey. Hang out with rats. Take the subway. I would stay in Manhattan. I would stay in Manhattan. I wouldn't go anywhere else unless I knew where I was going. All right, stay in Manhattan. Do not go in the do not go into the Bronx unless you know where you're going. You're gonna get stabbed. <laughs> do not go into Harlem and you don't know where you're going. It ain't gonna you're gonna end up in the wrong side on 125th. Empire State Building, you know what I mean? The wax museum. I don't know. All of that's around the same area. But I would say the boat tour, you're gonna see a lot. The bus tour I wouldn't do. I'm not I'm not a fan of the bus tour. Somebody says come to Brooklyn. <laughs> Hang out with Mr. Lucario. I would stay away from Harlem, the Bronx, just as a if it's my first trip. Harlem, the Bronx, and Queens and Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, if you go to Brooklyn, go to Coney Island. All right, uh but um if you don't know where you're going, stay in Manhattan. Do not go to Staten Island. And if you want to go to Long Island, I don't know why. Well, why would you want to go to Long Island? You're going out to over here, all right? Uh, to go to Long Island, if you want to go to Montauk, all the way out to the Hamptons in Montauk, if you want to go see a light tower, drive 120 miles to go see a, a light tower in Montauk or 100 miles to go to the Hamptons. So anyway, man, shout out to everybody in New York City. Y'all mad. NYC mad at me. Everybody's pissed off at me right now. I got the whole New York City mad at me right now. <laughs> shout out to New York, Sean. Hey, yo, Sean. Hey, yo, Sean. Find some dudes that talk like this. Hey, yo, Sean, step into the cypher over here. We're going to roll a mad blunt. We're going to roll a mad blunt over here, man. It's mad cold around here, Sean, and it's mad pissy smell. 
Shout out to the whole projects over there. Shout out to the Marshy projects over here, Sean. That's how we do it, Sean. <laughs> hey, yo, kid, you guys are the earth over here, Sean. You're going to see a lot of dudes like that. All right. Anyway, man, shout out to New York City, man. You know I love you. You know I love New York. All right. Everybody's leaving. The New Yorkers turned me off. All right. We got the last couple of Super Chats here. Uh, go to Yonkers. Go over there and go see Tony over there in Yonkers. All right. There's nothing going on in Yonkers over there. All right, but hey, that's where we hang out over there. All right, we hang out in Yonkers, and then we hang out in Long Island where we do our dirty work over here. All right, but what I'm going to do is, hey, man, if you see a white van on the corner over there, man, hey, act like you don't know me over there. But we're going to go over to the bodega, and we're going to get us a ham and cheese hero over here. And if you act crazy, we're going to take you over to the fisherman's area over there, and we're going to put the cement boots over there, and you're going to go sleeping with the fishes <laughs> over here. All right, and then I'm going to go back to Yonkers and act like a family man over here. <laughs> right, shout out to NYC. All right. Somebody says, do not do Yonkers over there. All right. Stay away from Yonkers. All right. Fitness whenever, wherever channel says, great info, coach. Unfortunately, most BP will call this uh, call those who think like this coons and sellouts, they're still mad at interracial relationships. Yeah, man, I don't know. I can't deal with it. It's it's, it's no point in arguing. <laughs> it's no point in arguing because this that's all they're going to do is reflect back. They always got a name for you. You know what I mean? You're a coon sellout. You're Uncle Tom. You're shuffling. I'm like, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to give you good advice. All right. Uh, Edge. Scarborough in the Philippines, they have cream to lighten their skin. They have cream to lighten their skin. Boy, something about being born dark has got the world on fire here. Somebody says, stop caring about pro blacks years ago. Yeah, because they have the same circle of conversation. It's hard to have a conversation with them for real. Because they literally ignore the one thing that could correct everything. And that's what makes their argument disingenuous. Because you're like, well, what about the single mother rate? Because <laughs> then you got to point fingers, right? Somebody's got to be held accountable for that. But then they'll have a back and forth argument as to why they think success is 80% single parent rate. Single parent rate. And you're like, that ain't going to work. But then it's, well, the men need to do up and step up and not leave their kid. Or the women need to select better mates. It don't matter what my past is. There needs to be a man to take care of. A, okay, man, uh, the, 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 the argument is done. All right. It all boils down to this. If you're not rewarding, this is what it boils down to. And I'll show you a chart. If you can't come to this conclusion, there's no point. You have to. In any society, even America's dealing with this as a whole. If the top producing, smartest, most intelligent men aren't rewarded with women and procreation, your society is going to burn. I'll say it again in a way that I can try to say this to make it make sense. If the men in your culture, the brightest, the most intelligent, 
the most hardworking, the men willing to sacrifice, et cetera, et cetera. If they're not rewarded with women and procreation, you're done. Meaning the engineers, the doctors, the men who risk the most, the men who sacrifice, the men who are most likely to stay with the children, the men that most likely are to benefit in the family, the men who are the most intelligent thinkers, the men who are the brightest, the men who have the most potential, the brightest future. If they're not rewarded with procreation in women, done. Now, as an example of this, I'm going to point to this one right here, Asian. Typically, typically, you will find that Asian women do not mate with the the pookie and the ray ray of the Asian community. They are not going to procreate with them. They might not even ever sleep with them. Okay. They might not ever sleep with them. If you ain't on your game, you ain't even getting no peace leave, right? You ain't getting zero peace leave. They'll even date older men just to be like, look, this guy older, this guy is going to protect me and provide me with the best. Whoever the Asian version of Pookie, they're never going to be seen with them. You'll never see them with them or not never. You'll rarely ever see them with them. And if you do, the triad dude, and if you do see them with them, they're either ostracized from their entire family or if you do see them with them, they probably ain't fornicating with them. Okay. More than likely. Now, going down the next rung. White women typically aren't going to do that unless they're already ostracized from their family. If their family's already broken down or they're ostracized from their family, meaning they have bad father issues or something like that, then they will procreate with the worst. They will procreate with a Chad. They'll procreate with a Tyrone. They'll mud shark. They'll be a pog. They'll, th their level of competition is such that it's so tight. It's so tight that 15 pounds makes a difference. If the person is outside of the norm in their culture, meaning they're over 15 pounds overweight, they're older, they're combative, they have an attitude, They'll be ostracized from the whole possibility. And then they'll be another man's treasure for a man of another race, right? That person will say, I like pogs. Well, typically that's a broke man. And they'll typically have the same problems as the Latinos and the blacks, right? So that woman's not going to be the best producer. She's probably not going to have the best selection, okay? Typically. But what's going to happen is the women who are 15 pounds underweight the women that are younger i'll show you an example show you an example of this uh let's oh wait a minute the women that get married straight out of college or settle down and select their mate in college and rise in their potential those women are going to have more stable relationships they're going to reward the men who are actually on a writer path and they'll compete hard for that that man meaning they'll jog they'll work out they won't say we need to change the beauty standard. They are the standard. All right. And they'll fight hard for the, to maintain that standard. They'll put implants. They'll, they'll, they'll marry a sugar daddy, whatever it is, whatever it takes. They'll, they'll not act like 304s. They'll clean up their whole reputation. They'll stay silent. They'll just say, yes, dear. All right. They'll do whatever they need to do to compete. Now, 
as a result, over a long period of time, over generations, they actually they actually get a W. Their generations get things passed along. They might not like the husband. They're not going to give sex to that husband, but they will procreate with that guy and be up under his leadership. I'll show you an example of that. All right. The, the procreation is the main point. The ability to get the woman is the main point. So this is what happens then. So while people were saying women need degrees and be CEOs, the, the, these women will turn in for a ring. They'll get their ring. They'll say, hey, look. They'll get their ring. That's the final, that's the final measure of them, their success. Not the degree. Look at the woman with the degree. The degree woman is sad. The other woman got their goal. Right? And so what happens then? Let's go down to the next rung. All right, you guys are getting some hardcore reality here if you're visiting for the first time. Latinas. Latinas are going opposite. They'll hang around with the dude from the um the dude at the Miami nightclub. They'll go shake their ass at Miami nightclub. They'll go Cardi B or they'll go uh the dude in the uh, I always think, can't think of the word, but the guy who runs the drugs, the drug lord for the for that. Right. They'll procreate with that guy half the time and mess their life up. You know what I mean? Or sometimes they'll procreate what they'll be. Uh, they'll be um, they'll be a woman. Who uh, what is it? The cartel cartel cartel. So they'll go with the cartel guy when they're hot and young. Or then you'll find the extreme opposite. You'll find the, the woman who is probably very short especially on the West Coast, overweight, but she loyal as hell to her husband. She cooks and cleans. She works a job. She'll help that dude. She'll help her husband do anything. She'll ride or die, and she'll have the family. She ain't never going to leave. She ain't never going to cheat. If she if he cheats on her, she'll cut his salami off. He says the gorditas. And she'll be five foot two wider than she is tall and she'll do everything for that man and that family she ain't going nowhere or you'll have the extreme opposite the cardi b type of uh uh cartel she's a cartel guy so as you can see their stats represent that you'll have this side or this side so the one woman will re uh reward the hard-working ranchero and she'll ride or die for that hard-working ranchero she'll even have situations in her culture especially south of the border, well, they'll pass that. They'll assign a person to that woman. This is your woman. He might be older. She might be younger. This is yours. Take care of her. All right. But what we have here, go down to the last rung. Oh, wait a minute. Go down to the last rung. What we have here is an emote. Everything's about love, romance, emotion. Everything's impulsive. Everything's impulsive. I want to sleep with the Pookie Ray Ray. I don't care what. He has rims. He's the man in the neighborhood. He's got the hoes, the broads. He's he's selling crack. He's the kingpin. He's New Jack City. He's Nino Brown. And they'll procreate with that guy. And meanwhile, the, they're having this argument right now. The educated lame guy, he's a sellout. He's weak. He's an Uncle Tom. He ain't the man. He ain't got no money. Right? Uh, blah, blah, blah. You just go down the line. Now, he don't get a chance in hell with these women. He gets no chance. He gets zero chance at the women. He gets zero chance at the procreation until 
until he's 35, 40, and he gets his life together. Now, when he gets his life together, he's supposed to take on all the baggage. What happened? Where did all the men go? And so they have a they have a um they have a argument here, or they have a question that they pose to young women in the community. They say, Do you want the drug dealer, the scammer, or the nine to fiver? See, this is what I'm talking. This is what happens. And then they'll when they're young at their peak and they are at their procreation ages, they'll be like, hmm, I'll take the drug dealer, the scammer, then the nine to fiver, or the drug dealer, the nine to fiver, then the scammer. Now, is are they having that conversation in the Asian community? I just want to ask, are they really having that conversation there? Very rarely. When it comes to the white community, are they having that conversation there? No. Very likely not. Now, there are some that will run to the motorcycle gang member. There's some that, but they'll be completely out. Nobody will ever come save them. They'll be doing that for 30 years. They're out. They're out of the running for the top tier men. Once they make that decision once, you go with a bike gang member, very rarely will you get rescued in the end. Nobody will ever feel sorry for you. Nobody will say you need to clean up the white community and rescue these women. Nobody will ever say that. They say you out. You made your choice. You put tattoos all up and down your arm, you're out. You you got rainbow color hair, you're out. You, you got a nose ring, you're out. You, you slept with a black man, you're out. <laughs> but when it comes to down here, the lower rung of the economic chain, this is the argument. Drug dealer, scammer, nine to fiver. Save the community. Rescue us. Save us. What happened to the good what men? What happened? Where did all the men Where did go? all the gentlemen go? Why do you guys just want to hook up? Because that's what you are. That's what you've exhibited. Now, again, we're pointing a lot to the women's side here. But if you want to point this direction to the men, then you got to say this. If a guy's going to get rewarded for women when he's behaving bad, what would make him behave good? If if guys are seeing Dexter, Tyrone, Pookie, and Ray Ray rewarded for their bad behavior, what would make them want to act good? I got a question. Why? Why would they change it to a good man? Why would they change it to a gentleman? It's obviously working. They're getting rewarded. And your culture, your society goes like this. Whoever the women reward sexually Whoever the woman will procreation, you're more likely to get men that will try to mimic that. Same thing with what? Gang banging. The gang culture is rewarded. Thuggery. She wants Tupac with a degree. She wants D'Angelo with the V and the body and the abs. And that guy will procreate. What will everybody else do? Well, I'll start shooting up everybody too. <laughs> I'll start game banging too. Why would I go get a degree? Why would I go get a job? If they're the ones getting the peace leave, I'm going to go do that too. I'm going to go sip on some scissor. I'm going to go rob people. I don't know. That's my side of the argument and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, they want the 50 cent. They want the dude in the tank top. They want the white beater tank top. They want the abusive guy. That's obviously the ones that are getting the rewards. If they're the ones getting, just like on the Asian culture, if only the engineers and doctors are getting rewarded, guess what I'm going to be? I'm going to wake up every day and try to be an engineer doctor. <laughs>
but you're bailing the dude, the dude with the tattoo tears out of jail. Okay, let me, what was that guy? I know this is going on and I got to get out of here pretty soon. What was the, Jeremy Meeks. And believe me, the white culture has this too. Remember Jeremy Meeks? We're just doing this as a demonstration here, but we're, ta we're talking about this because this was the topic. Remember Jeremy Meeks? So if Jeremy Meeks, even when it comes to white women, white women were fighting for this guy. It comes down to the genetics. A billionaire heiress married this guy. And then he had another girl. But everybody in their mama was trying to bail this guy out. And listen, pause. Now, I'm not going to say it because I've already violated today. But it is what it is. Look at him. I mean, he's got some great genetics. Pause. But if they're going to overlook his past and reward him, what else? What, why, would other, why would other men be good men? I'm just asking. What, why would other men say, oh, I'll be opposite of Jeremy Meeks and I'll get nothing? <laughs> you got to ask yourself, the mating strategy is flawed and it's impulsive, it's instinctive, and it's not going to work out long term. So I have to say, Jason Bravo in the building. Says, what's up, CGA? Been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. He says, uh, since I've been here, don't worry. I didn't dip back into the minefield of dating. Still living the free agent lifestyle. Back to paying tuition. How about the junior college? Indeed. Shout out to you. Yeah, there was too much pause today. I have to go ahead and tell you, man. I'm not like that. <laughs> Sisters in here said, Jeremy is fine. Not going to lie. Again, I mean, uh, I, you know, I get it. I can't say what it is, you know. But I think if you keep doing that, it's not going to work out for you in the end. SAU Engineering, good morning from Mexico, coach. And he says, your understanding of human behavior is incredible. You have to be tough to be spelling these things out on social media. Thank you, my friend. Cheers to you with my coffee. Thank you, sir. Yeah, basically, my interpretation, how I interpret things is I look at human behavior. And then I basically arrive at a conclusion. I don't use hope. I don't use I wish. I don't use we should. I don't use it should be like. I basically look at what we do. Most of us are not very bright. <laughs> Most of us are not very bright. Most of us are knuckle draggers and mouth breathers. Most of us contribute nothing to society. Um, it is what it is. That's human behavior. It's not, it's not a... Um, it's not me trying to denigrate you. I'm just describing you. All right. So it is what it is. And most of us actually produce more slaves than we do produce positive people in the world. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, you think you're important. You're ego driven. You think you matter more to the world than you actually do. All right. I actually know I don't matter to the world that much. You know, I'm not very much ego driven. All right, but you, you, there's 7.5 billion people here and you think you matter a lot, all right? And, and you produce very little. You're basically sucking up oxygen. You're, you're, most of you are a waste of space. <laughs> but you think you're very important and that, that's where the problem is. You think you're more important than you are and then mostly you're a waste of space. You need to get somewhere in the middle and understand where you are. And the reason why you... Think you're more important than you are is you never traveled outside of your area. 
You don't have any experience. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of Why that. Why don't you go to another country and realize that there's other people doing very much different things and, and you don't even matter to them? Your issues that you have in your life matter none if you even travel 3,000 miles away from where you are. People have a lack of self-awareness and they think they're very much more important than they are. The whole thing about who's the table is a very ego-driven conversation. Nobody's the table really, but there's somebody that actually affects the relationships more than the other. All right. But 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 when people come in here, I'm the table and I'm this and I'm that and I'm a queen and I'm a king. That's ego. And I can guarantee you, I can look back at you and so you you produce nothing but death and decay. Let's get real about it. And what have I produced? I haven't produced very much in the in the grand scheme of the world. So I know that. And I can sit back and say that, look, I'm just one of one of many. I'm just me. I don't have any ego in this. <laughs> It's crazy, man. I just contribute where I can, try not to cause problems, raise good kids, pay the bill, don't leave them with no debt. <laughs> We're all done talking about it. Is, it. is this guy going to somebody please tell me? I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, 98% are drifters. There's only really 10, less than 10% of people really doing something in this world. Everybody else is sucking off everybody else's teat. We're sucking off the 10%'s teat. And that's why they treat you the way they treat you. <laughs> if y'all realize that, <laughs> but y'all out here, we're important. And then you want stuff to be given to you and don't do nothing for it. I don't, I'm keeping it real. We need this and we need that. I would, if, if I was a really wealthy person, I would be like, would you turn their TVs off? Like, silence. <laughs> what did they call them back in the Queen of England? What did they call the uh, people down there, the subservient people? Silence, you uh, peasants. They call them peasants. Silence, you peasants. This is why the world overwhelmingly had kings and queens and then peasants and subservient people. <laughs> we keep getting real gold wrongs. You peasants, shut up. You? That's why they treat you like that. That's why the elites treat you like this. I think people think they're more important than they actually are. Just to keep it real. Silence, you fools. They never let y'all get a, a, a leg in. You start talking bad about the queen, they be like, cut their head off. You couldn't just talk bad about people. Now we get to just diss people and people are doing better than you and haters can now talk bad about you. And you're like, silence, you fools. How you do it? They literally just would be like this. They 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 peel their hand back like this and whip it forward on you because you talk too much. <laughs> Jesus. Just do what you do in society, which many of you is nothing. Some of you is a little bit, and many of you is something. Just keep doing that. All right. Just do that and be quiet. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, they were like, let them eat cake. This is why they treated people like that. And then eventually they got their head chopped off. But this is why they were like, all right, 
just give them a little something. And then y'all be like at the fish at the top of the aquarium. Then you go back with a full belly doing nothing, watching basketball wives. I want you to ask yourself, as, as a thing, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up the show. As a homework assignment, I want you to go back and throughout the day, ask what you actually contribute to society. <laughs> like right now, what did I contribute to today's society? What did, what did I contribute to the world? This will be a humbling experience. <laughs> Go back and just be like, how did I make the world a different place today? I believe the children are our future. What did you do today that contributed something positive, not to your people, not to, to society at large? What, what did you do? I just want that. This will, this will humble you. This will humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. You need to be humble. And I think everybody needs a little bit of humming, my, myself too. You're ran by very few people. Very few people run you, and they they're literally have more authority and control over you than you have over your own self right now. They can literally put you in poverty today. Because you ain't doing nothing. They don't want doing all the work. <laughs> Everybody needs a little bit. Of, I mean, it is what it is, but I've already experienced this. I've already been homeless. I already realized mm, I'm not that far away from being homeless. I've been humbled. As an adult, I've been humbled and I had to go, all right, <laughs> I guess I'm just one of them. And when I got humbled, nobody came to help me. Nobody came to help me. The rich didn't come to help me. The poor didn't come to help me. And I realized a lot of my family couldn't help me. Why? Because they were, uh, they were a, a peasant. Where are we going here? This is why I have... He says, what have I done better than the communitize of black person? Because we're, in yeah, anyway, strife life. Let's wrap it up. Strife life. I live in New York and the Bronx and Far Rockaway are no go zones. Do not go to Far Rockaway. Do not go to the Bronx. As a person that has been to the Bronx several times, I will say skip the Bronx. Do not go there. That's not a tourist attraction there. There's, I don't think there's anything tourist in the Bronx. Do not go there. All right. Uh, David McFarland says Laughing my ass off just for the Tony from Yonkers impression. Thank you, man. Tony's a recurring character here. Martial arts, oriental medicine, God bless, coach. And all of you, got to get my bag gotta and run. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> and get back to work. Thank you, coach. And all here, make it an awesome day. Start contributing to the world. The Bronx Zoo? I've been to the Bronx Zoo, actually. I've been to the Bronx Zoo. All right. Uh, th anyway, I would go on. I, I can't go on anymore. Street Fighter says, Coach Google, mean not when she's 58. Asian women are winning. I rest my case. Somebody else presented another Asian woman who was probably in her 40s that was very attractive. And I looked her up. I was like, man, amazing. Um, I see her. Yeah, man, I tell you. Uh, I tell you, man, uh, Asian culture is long, long and steeped. All right. They have culture among culture among culture. They've been around for thousands and thousands of years. Africans have too, but their culture doesn't get exposed. And oftentimes people lump all the Africans together, which is not fair. I mean, between, uh, between South Africa, West Africa, no, I mean, Africa's huge. I mean, Africans, their own culture is distinct amongst itself, right? So you have to really try to figure it out. But, you know, we're talking about Asian culture. Asian culture is long and steep and um, 
they have a system that works for them. Uh, in America, we don't have no system that really works for us. We're just hanging on to a wing and a prayer. We're trying to invent the wheel every week. All right, Techno technological chaos. Even powerful ruling men understand that they can't take most women from society as the majority of lower men will start a violent revolution. They distribute women to men who work for hope of family. This is true, too. This is true, too. We, we know that if everybody just start, all the powerful men took all the women, men would revolt. So they have to give men hope. This is why they invented monogamy. <laughs> they was like, okay, we take, take care of all the women. But they take the best ones off the top. They certainly do that. Senior Oral says, stop bringing straggle daggles, LOL. What happened? Where did all the sanity go? I'm going to need to watch you at four speed to catch up. Shout out to the coach gang and the nasty boys. Um, if you want to know what happened with the show, we're at the end of the show. So go ahead and watch the beginning. Martial arts, oriental medicine, became a member. Coach Junior, no matter, he says no one matters, especially because Biden is starting World War III in the U uh, Ukraine. All the social socialist, socialismists have been so distracted. LOL, God save the West, except for 304s. <laughs> except for 304s. Zero fallout says dark skin is associated with the peasant class in the fields. Yes, it, it, it goes. There's a steep tradition of that. It says ACDC, yep, go get you a long back, a wrong back to Kayleen, coach. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, as a system, I, I want you guys to know just one more time, the leaders that you see today that are put in front of you with suits and all of that stuff, this is a new level of leadership and in, in politics. In the past, leaders have either been kings or, 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 or uh, come from um, king, kings and queens where they put a crown on their head and they were royal or they were barbarians. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was nothing in between. We have a democratic system in which we have in between. We have a president, we have a hierarchy, but he doesn't wear a crown. And then we don't have a barbarian that 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 basically is just going to just uh, be in the jungle and, and, and carry around weapons around them and have large security with weapons around them. I mean, we have that, but and they're dressed in their military uniform. That's what we had. We had kings or barbarians, all right? So now we have this middle ground, and this middle ground is disillusioning people. Essentially, they're doing the same thing. They're kings and barbarians, but they're acting like they're not. And this brings up the fact that most people were governed not in this democracy. And when given the choice, most people will willing are willing to be governed in a non-democracy way. You can't even take make best use of your freedoms. You want to be governed by barbarians. You literally elect barbarians to govern you. You literally choose the most because you want fairness. And the reason why you want fairness is because you can't produce. Mm. You know you can't compete. So the men, what, what you'll do is say, I can't compete. Or I've been prevented from competing, so I'll elect a barbarian and he'll bring fairness. What you don't realize is that person is going to take from the top. He's going to be worse than what you had in democracy. At least he couldn't just take from you when he was democratic. He could steal from you, but he couldn't just flat out take it. The barbarian just going to take it from you, right? They'll be like, I'll give you what I think you deserve. Thank you very much. 
And some people don't produce anything. So what you'll do is you'll say, I'll be satisfied if we take away from the producers. You'll be more satisfied. Like there's people that if you don't have anything, instead of them giving it to you, you would trade that for just getting the other people's stuff taken away. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You'll be literally like, well, at least nobody has anything. <laughs> like, I'm really sad for humanity sometimes. I'd really be looking at it like, you ruined a good chance. You ruined a good chance by being selfish and a non-producer. You literally go, all right, I didn't get to eat, but at least I made these people not get to eat. <laughs> and you'll be equally as satisfied just being hungry as opposed to getting some food that you produce for yourself. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang here. We back in the building, man. Make the best use of yourself. Do your homework today. Actually, look at what you produce in the society today. I'll do the same. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. All right. And good luck out here in this world. We out of here. Peace.